recording so I could hear Hoppy say it gets fucking shoved down your throat and that's it. I almost had oh. it timed perfectly. <laughs> that's the first thing on the I podcast. Al I almost Hoppy had say. it. I almost had it. <laughs> <clears throat> it would have been. It'll probably come up again. That's in my modern vernacular. Modern vernacular? That doesn't. Yeah. Uh, current. The right... We'll say current. I don't think I need. Sense. Yeah. Current. Modern is not the, the right modern word. Modern is more just. Uh, uh, That's describing... like a more generalized, like, oh, like the modern vernacular of describing the, the status quo in, like, a society. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so the modern vernacular of Minnesotans is, though, we don't say soda, we say pop. We don't say bag, we say bag. A I was telling a, a beggar and a beggar are the same thing. Someone who's begging for money and someone who's begging your groceries. It's exactly all right, everybody. Well, welcome to episode two of the Johnson Homes. Uh, it's me. Uh, I don't know what I'm introducing myself as still, but uh, uh, the only person listening to this is my mom. So with me today is uh, is Nico, who's been on half the other episodes, and now yeah. uh, a, a a new fella, Nico and uh, and Hoppy. Why don't you guys introduce him? Hey, well, hey. I'm Hoppy, I'm not Nico, but you would probably know that by recognizing Nico's voice. Hi, hi, Crows' mom. Uh, I'm Nico. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is my friend Hoppy. Uh, known him for known him for like two years. Um, it's been like a year and like a half. I, I, no, it's been ooh, like two I years I thought only now. straight yeah, girls yeah. did that. No, it's been, it's, you, no. Hoppy I'm, is closer the, to a straight have, girl than a straight I have, man, so. I have the receipts, Nico. It was, you joined the server and like, September of 2021. So, oh well, you know it's close enough. Just don't need to lie about it. Said so September 2021. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like two years, we'll round up. Yeah, round up to two years. But um, yeah, we uh we met each other for the first time uh around the big, yeah a couple months ago yeah it was a. Uh, it was it was a pretty my, fun time. Oh, you mean you mean in person? Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, in person. Yeah. yeah, we met for the first time in Vegas, uh, like early December. We shared we were a bedroom. Partying up. We did share a bedroom. Uh, two tiny twin size beds, and my feet were dangling off them because I'm six three, six and three. it was very uncomfortable. So yeah, Hoppy is tall as fuck. So I only I only shared a room with Nico for like half a night, honestly, because I think I was only in there for a few hours before I went to the couch and watched Pokemon. Ended up sleeping on the couch. But before that, you guys have always just been just playing games. Discord. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Just like hanging in VC, staying up till 3 a.m., gossiping, you know. Who are you guys gossiping about? Well, we don't have to get uh, a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, a lot, too, many, yeah. too many counts. All right. The, the last time we stayed up really late gossiping, though, it was <laughs> we, we were watching. No, we were watching. Um, gay british reality like youtube videos oh, we were trying, trying to <laughs> see what a gay british accent would sound like yeah because i was trying to get hoppy to do a gay british accent it was really hard at... <laughs> i was like you know it's like laughter is a universal language but like also like spotting a gay person is also pretty easy in other languages i feel like you know just 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 the the voice of the <laughs> that would have only voice. worked if we were all already very drunk by the time the voice call started <laughs> it's the only way that, that would have went over well and not me just being like why are you talking like that like oi lad I'm from Minnesota <laughs> I, I, oi bruv it's me I'm from Minnesota I can't it's just a little bit nasty when I saw it it's a little bit winter. have a sip out of <laughs> me water bottle 
Oh, don't forget, it's, it's the Dark Ages, apparently, because it's a cholera in the water. Is that why there's yeah, it's, shit in the cholera. My, fam my family caught dysentery <laughs> on the way on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> oh my god, we're like uh, hopping around continents at this point. <laughs> Holy shit. I had a little bit of Japanese come out at the end. <laughs> was that Japanese? I was going to ask, like, you, you're kind of deviating a bit, but I don't... Uh, maybe this is... I don't know, I just, I'm just going through all the... All the uh, accents I've had until I find somewhere comfortable yeah, for like, me. Yeah, I know. You get it. Make I get it. There's like a, a like a Rolodex of accents that you have to go through, but... I just make up an uh, an island that nobody's heard of that where people talk Same like that. Barbenstein. <laughs> That's where my family's from. Me mates and I, we were visiting the family back in Barbenstein and... We were, wow, you could be like a merchant that I coming to in Skyrim, like, across the road. Like, you got, you got oi, that accent down. Oi, bro, you might buy some skooma. <laughs> Are you in Khajiit now? <laughs> I thought Nico was becoming the furry one. You're becoming Whoa. a furry? No, oh. I've been I've been adamantly anti-furry, defending our fucking honor I and pride. Know. He gave the pancake emoji to a cat the other day, and that's God, a pretty... Wait, what? <laughs> someone, someone sent a picture of their cat and i tried sending like a heart emoji and i clicked the pancake emoji and i was like oh god what's a pancake no. is that like a boob or something no it's, no it's just it's like this new emoji it's the hot face pancake emoji and it's just it's just our new if we didn't come up with the, it someone the, else the, did. yeah the, the did? lore the, well, the short lore well, on the pancake emoji is um somebody's mom saw a picture of hoppy and <laughs> she and the mom replied with she said pancake? my height. She said yeah. six three yum yum huh? hot face pancake emoji. Yeah, yeah, six three yum yum pancake emoji sweating face like these like is this, these ones. Is it is this somebody that you've met in real life? Uh, uh, yes. Okay, I know. We're, we're, not, about we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not name dropping. Yeah, no. That, I was no, trying to find a way to say it without name dropping. She's it. a yeah, yeah. The, she is a MILF too, which like I'm like so, God bless the USA. I had I no idea. Nobody's ever her. told me about that. <laughs> the I pancake don't... emoji. Yeah, but anyway, I like the pancake emoji. I might have to start bringing that. Up. I I said the I imp. I used the imp emoji. The today. smiling imp. Yeah. What was what I? What else did she? What else did she call me? She said it looks like a hot cop motorbike copper. What something like a cop who rides a motorcycle is the vibe she got from me, and I didn't know what that but, was. Bike cop. <laughs> Like cop, I think it was because I had a pretty prominent mustache in the face. Chips. They call them chips. Chips? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're called? Chips, yeah. No, I, I was hoping Nico would back me up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, it's the I mean, uh, it's the it, fucking movie it, Chips, the bike, this sh fucking dog shit movie with Michael Pena. Oh, I haven't seen that. Ralph the Movie Maker made a big deal out of it. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. So... Was it like a mall cop, but with like I don't know, man. motorcycle cops? All I know is it's got like Dak, Dak something, Shepard. Shepherd. Yeah, and uh, I was about to say Prescott because fuck the Cowboys. But uh, him and Michael Pena, and then they, it's, they're both really unfunny for a few hours. <laughs> so, I'm not sure. I was hoping so we'd, we'd segue better into this, but like before... I make any more of these without explaining what the Johnson Homes is. Oh yeah, give us the Johnson Homes story. Where where's the name the Johnson Homes come from? So as you're familiar, uh, Nico, back yeah, in I've heard this. early twenty twenty, 
I sold life insurance under a company called uh, American Income Life. And uh, I spent a lot of time, you know, just like in the field, it's like 60-ish like hour weeks. And you spend half the time at like an office sitting like cross-legged on the floor, like call, like spam calling people. And then right. the other half of the week is going out into the hood and trying to get people to buy life insurance. Oh my god, like actual like door-to-door sales? It's not really door-to-door. Like you set the appointments over the phone with people. Mm, so you don't have to okay. go out and knock. But if you – so that's where the thing comes in. You go out into the field and um, and let's say like one of your appointments falls through, which they often do. Um, you got to go – that that's when they want you to just start like knocking and like just talking to people and like asking us like hey bro yeah, yeah yeah hey what's going on oh you're pumping gas at Wawa hey have you thought about setting up your family for the future uh you know in case you're not in the picture anymore because you know that's not it's not an if it's a when and, and then they're like get the fuck away from me but <laughs> yeah. that's uh but yeah I, so I was out in like Allentown for a while but then I was in a uh, separate car like towards the end of the like training I was in with uh, two guys uh, Desmond and Teddy so we're all cramped in a car like for like an entire day together for like you know like 12-ish hours a lot of the time and we're right. just like out in North Philly just talking to people that have no shot of being able to afford like anything that's going to get us any money because it's a 100% commission-based job and it was frequent where we would go out and just be sitting in shitty houses like shitty row homes and just talking to people and getting nothing done getting making no money and then uh one day particularly at the very end of the day um we make some sort of left-hand turn and we pull into some sort of like parking lot but we're in some it's like the projects and our uh so the people i'm in the car with desmond and teddy they're both like like big black guys and uh teddy is the one who like knew the area better so he was like driving us around in his car and he's like he like starts freaking out he's like oh fuck and we're like teddy what the fuck's going on and we're, we're we've just been miserable and like completely quiet for like the last 30 minutes or whatever he's like right, right. we're in the fucking johnson homes and we're like well what the fuck fucking get us out of here dude and so he just like <laughs> So he just, like, spins around as fast as he can and, like, zooms away from this place that we just pulled into, just some, like, housing uh, area. And he's just like, nah, that was the that was too much for Meek! <laughs> and all that, like, uh, yeah, when they yeah, were yeah. coming up. And then we, that was, like, what kind of broke the, uh, I don't know, it, like, woke us all back up again at the very end of the day. Like, we've just been out since the morning. It's, like, nighttime now. We got nothing done. And then we pull into the fucking Johnson homes and like our driver just fucking panics and drives away. And, and then that's what, uh, and now I use that to describe things. Yeah. It, it kind of became like an inside joke where it's just like anytime, kind of like the sunken place almost. It's like anytime, mm-hmm. anytime you're banished to the Johnson homes, it's never, it's never yeah. a good thing. Or you got it. You got to fight your way out of there. It's like you go down there, you're going to have to, it's going to take some, some blood to get out of there. I swear that y'all, they made y'all go back too, didn't they? Like, didn't no. y'all have an appointment no. there? I we never, think? no, I don't think we ever had an appointment at the Johnson homes. The last, uh, the last appointment, oh my God, the last, uh, car I was in. So it was, so I was in Allentown in my first car and that's when we like made a decent bit of money. And then the second week they're like, actually, no, you're with Desmond and Teddy now. And then we just, we all just sucked and we got nothing done. And 
then uh, in my last car, they put me with this guy, Joe, who was uh, fucking insane, uh, but cool. And then we were in uh, Chester, Pennsylvania, and there was one time where we had an uh, appointment, and we, we actually had, uh, I don't know if we, yeah, I don't know how we got the appointment, but we were in there, and we were talking to all these different people. It was a super, you know, uh, impoverished, like, pretty, like, low-income area, and we're talking to all these people that are like, uh, you know, been chill and like kind and like nice to us. And we're like, oh yeah, like, let me get your information. So I'm getting all these different people's information and saying like, okay, yeah, like we'll contact you guys. Yeah. We can get you guys set up for something for your family, blah, blah, blah. And then the one lady whose house it is, cause it's this really small kind of, uh, apartment ish kind of place, but they got so many people in there. There's kids running all around. I think they had like a party. It was probably Saturday. And then the, there's just us in there. And we're, we look nothing like anybody else. So we were in like fucking like button down shirts and like khakis and <laughs> talking to all these people. And they pull uh, Joe, my field trainer aside. And they're like, Hey, uh, you know, thank you guys and all, but I think you guys got to get out of here because, um, you know, uh, you know, white guys like you, you guys aren't going to do well when, you know, the, the sun's going down and, um, it's going to be bad for you guys. And it's like, uh, okay. And, and then he comes to me, he's like, yeah, we got to get out of here. And, then we, and that was the, uh, that was one of the other, um, more wild stories from that job. One of my favorite stories you told me from that job is when you had the, like, well, you've also just kind of failed to mention that a lot of people drank like at the oh. like call center, which is like really funny, but also how like, People were probably like drunk driving around selling life insurance, yeah. and I mean, and how you had like a guy much older than you offer to bring you to the strip club afterwards. <gasps> yeah, did he do that? He he did do that one time, didn't he? Yeah, you told me you came well, home one day and you're telling me you're like, yeah, this fucking well, guy that's just way older than me is like, yo, you want to go to the strip club sometime after after our shit? Well, that <laughs> same guy. Shirts. That same guy. We went to a bar afterwards because like we like our shit got fucked up, and he's just like, yo, listen. Tomorrow, we got to make up for this today because, like, our appointments fell through. It's like, we could go door knock or, you know, we could go out to the bar. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I'll fucking go to the bar. And so we go there and, you know, I, he buys me a yingling or whatever. And then these, like, two women, like, walk in that are, you know, kind of like Jersey Shore, like, you know, like bronzer, like long dark hair. And he starts mm -hmm. talking to them. He's just like, ow, wanna. And, and he, like, comes back to me. He's like, oh, God, I got a number. I want to fuck her pussy. And I'm like. <laughs> oh, no. And it was, like, that kind of guy. And how, how old was this guy? He you was, said? Like, Did you say he was in. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't you say he was, like, in his fucking 50s? Yeah, or? he was a beast. That guy was nuts. But, yeah. <laughs> so then I, like, I, I was like, yeah, man, I'll probably just have one. He's like, nah, man, come on, have another. And then I got to drive home afterwards, and he's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. There was that. I went back after I already uh, quit. I went back to the office just to say what's up to everybody because I quit, like, pretty abruptly. So after I made it out of training and they sent me out on my own, I had a mental breakdown and because uh, I, I like, went and spoke to, like, two different clients, and then – was like so when i was working with other people and had like a field trainer and other people i was working with like it was miserable but i could get myself through like that 60 hours of that kind of shit when i'm doing it with other people if you're just like gonna leave me 100 percent to my own devices and just plop me out in the world and say do this for 60 hours i and it's just something i don't care about at all and just dislike i can't do it and yeah uh, I went and did two houses. I was just super nice to them, and they, uh, you know, they called them afterwards and said I did a really good job. But like, neither of them were sales. And then it's like, all right, I gotta drive to the next one. And I fucking freaked out. I was like, I can't fucking do this. And then I wound up just driving 
you know, like 30, 40 minutes away and just drove to my, uh, my dad slash, uh, grandmom's house at the time and just hung out with them. And then, uh, and yeah, like that was it. It was like, yeah, bro, I'm done. I can't do it. And that was like the only time I ever quit a job without having something, uh, lined up. Like actual formal. Yeah. Yeah. But Wait, I mean, all the other times you had quit, you kind of had like a, yeah, a idea almost. going forward what you were going to do. Almost all of them. So the other exceptions yeah. were a little weird. So, I mean, I quit the uh, the cleaning job and didn't have anything to do with them. But they, that was barely a job because they gave me like four hours in two weeks to work. Jeez. Uh, and then, Seems like when I worked retail. And then they never No, they, they I never, never even got you. paid. Yeah, you worked like those four hours, and they never paid you for it. No, I, well, I kept, they kept having me come into the office. So this was back in, um, like just about a year ago, a little over a year ago. Um, no, it was like early 2022. Okay. And I, uh, so what happened was I lived in Virginia. I met um, my, uh, you know, who went to be on, become my girlfriend. And then I moved back away from Virginia back up to Downingtown, and then I moved from Downingtown back to Philadelphia, and then was living with my grandmom, and then I didn't have a job for a while, and, because, um, I don't know why, when did I start working? Well, no, I moved in in, like, October, and then I got a job in, like, maybe, like, late October or November, so it really wasn't that long, but, uh, that was UPS I started working at, and then that was right, rock right. shit. And then you were—I <laughs> forgot about the UP. You worked there for like a week, and then like no, called a, in sick for like a week. It was, it like, was like a month, right? Yeah, it was like almost a month that I worked at UPS for. But the hours sucked. I worked like 5 p.m. to like 10 or 11 at night, and uh, and, and they didn't have any option for like good hours unless you wanted to come in and like you know you could do like 4 a.m. to like 9 a.m. It's like no, bro, I'm mm -hmm. not doing that. And. The, uh, they have you come in for like three days straight of just training and then they throw you out there and it's like not at all like the training was. And then the it isn't it's honestly just like kind of boring. The UPS. My story, favorite but... part about your the UPS story is how like you like you didn't even get COVID, right? You just got sick, but just said you had COVID and then you go in for like a week and a half. <laughs> I was sick of going to that fucking job. Yeah, yeah. You, you just like got like a cold or something and you were just like, yeah, I got COVID. I felt like mildly shitty. Yeah, yeah I was you probably just, didn't just show up for over. like two weeks. And then, because yeah. they said, one of the things they said is like, hey, if you get sick just because of COVID being the thing, uh, we offer like a week or two weeks of just like free 100% paid. Wow. Like, you know, just like get get better soon. So yeah, and you cashed like, in on that like within a month of working. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, I was like, uh -huh. I'm surprised they actually offered that. Usually that's just Well, they like... offered that, but they didn't wind up giving it to me. And then, oh, well, the, one of the other things that, that fucked, oh, I remember the other thing. They had a bonus. So the retention was so bad at UPS. So this was, this wasn't like a small UPS either. This was the, um, the one I was like at. Like a big fulfillment center. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. it was the third biggest hub on the East Coast for UPS. So it was like, and it, a whole ass Metal Gear Solid, like, game map that you were at. And there's just like, yeah, it, yeah. It, that's literally what it looked like. It looked like Ground Zeroes. Like, but bigger. And uh, the other thing, was the retention was so bad because of how shitty the job was. Um, if you worked all the hours that you were scheduled for that week, they would add an extra $100 onto your check just for showing up. <laughs> just for showing up. That's yeah. insane. So I, and I did that and they didn't give it to me and they didn't give it to me the next week either. So I was just like, well, fuck it. I'm sick. And 
then they they didn't give me all the money there and then i and then the guy who was training me was just like yeah so you're gonna be able to come back on monday i was just like yo where's mm -hmm. my bonus and he's just like you're supposed to go to your job either way it's like you told me you were gonna give me money and you didn't so fuck you and it's like I, whether yeah. whether it was a dumb bonus or not you told me i was going to have this amount of money and you gave me less so i'm not coming back it seems to be a theme with you where like Jesus you're Christ. just fucked out of money from jobs like when you quit pest control you never got your last paycheck from them i don't know if i i don't even know is that true i thought so right uh, thought... I'll, I'll go with it <laughs> i feel I... like you don't have a, a ton of work stories hoppy i mean i know you work like but it's from home still so i guess yeah, it's not that interesting to talk um... about I mean that job's not interesting, but I mean when I worked retail, I. That's right. Yeah, you I did five. I did five years of retail. Going down like, in Minnesota. At, at the Gap. Gap, Banana Republic was you know the same. I started. I started in high school at Gap Outlet. It was like ten or fifteen hours a week during the school year, and then when the summer hit, okay. it was like you know, thirty-ish whatever. And so that's when like my first work experience was with, you know, retail hours where one your your hours aren't even guaranteed you're not on an actual regular schedule which i didn't mind and where was this again this was that gap the gap okay. outlet gap sorry, gap factory because outlet sounds trashy so we weren't allowed to call it. anyways okay, let's, you let's called it a factory it's called gap factory like that's the name like the actual branded name even though it's an outlet store oh so i worked at i worked at this store for a year and a half mm -hmm. i got the job because my friend's boyfriend's mom was the one of the managers at the kids store and so this was in like a strip mall that was like off the freeway a couple towns over and everyone who worked at that mall was in high school because it was such a good hub for jobs for high schoolers yeah and it was it was easy enough work you know it's it's retail but i did that for a year and a half and then i went off to college at the university of minnesota so i transferred to an actual mall and the shit that went down in that store is unreal. Oh, this is in like, Minnesota? I, yeah, this is all okay. in Minnesota. I haven't left the state. Um I I'm I'm gonna like say I would not trade my experience for anything because I think it taught me really, really valuable lessons about just how shitty management and bosses can be, just how shady and like corrupt and just awful just shit that is whatever oh i'll get there but um i i i met so many great people though like lifelong friends from those jobs that like i talk to every day still so yeah. i'm i yeah i've met I'm some really really my first job it's actually wild though so when i first worked at the outlet in high school um i met this girl who was i think a year younger than me she she was one of the people who like trained me in and it was so funny right so we would we had like a good friendship you know while we were at work but it was never really anything like we weren't really like hanging out outside of work right she, she lived in like a town a couple towns over went to a different high school so like we didn't ever see each other and then i graduated i went to a community college my first year um and i was like uh kind of want to go to a different school i don't really want to do the community college you know for two years i just want to like get into a university because i want right i want to i want to be in that environment i want to i want to yeah. meet i want to i just and i also didn't feel like it was academically challenged at the school i was like this is this stuff is so easy why am i spending money learning stuff that i already know like these are literally like high school classes but easier yes. because you don't even have to show up um <laughs> and uh, i was like well i'm gonna go transfer to 
you know, I'm going to apply to transfer to the, this, you know, the biggest university in my state, you know, mm-hmm. for public university. And it's a big 10 school too. So like, you know, it's a, it's a good school. It's a good education. And I applied a transfer there. I got accepted. So my second year of college, I was going to go to you. And my friend that I met at the, the, the gap, she was going to go to Iowa state. So she did a semester there and then decided that she wanted to be back in Minnesota. She just didn't, she didn't really like being that far away from, you know, the state she had been living in for the longest time. And she'd right, live all right. over. She had moved, she was born in California, lived in Texas for five years, lived in North Dakota for five years. And then she stayed in Minnesota and she's like, I, I'm just too comfortable here. So she transferred mid year, her freshman year, she transferred to a different, she transferred to a different university, which is really uncommon, um, especially for a freshman year. And we just kind of rekindled and our friendship like got so close. We're like best friends. And then my senior, we ended up living together. So just like, just from getting that one job in high school led me to that friendship, which I think is like so valuable because I, and then the same thing, like when I worked at the other mall one, when I transferred, I met some people that I talk to every single day. Like we have a group chat and it's like, they're just like the easiest people to talk to because we all, like went through so much at work uh-huh. like we are put we are put in such like stupid situations that i feel like it's you know we all like we look back bond over that shit because that shit was intense it was insane um i mean you know, there's there's too many there's too many stories this is all the gap man- yeah is Got this you. from manage it's managing between like dealing with customer story you know there's stories about dealing with the customers and just like I'm just trying to think. Like I'm trying to think of. I was just one talking to somebody. Story. I I want to like I want to know how you feel about this statement because I was talking to. Uh, I mean, I've said this for like a while, like ever since you know the like Sam's Club days. Basically, I've had this entire philosophy fleshed out. But I was trying to tell, like, I'll hear people. I'll hear people at work tell me like, oh, these customers today are like blah blah blah. It's like oh, the customers here like they're like X Y and Z, and. I try to tell my people and enlighten them that the, how you feel about the customers all comes down to how you feel about yourself. They are only a reflection of of who you are. The the customers are a mirror. <laughs> I, I want you to elaborate. On that's this. I'm so that's curious. deep. I like. This is, I, I feel like I feel like this is like a Jaden Smith tweet. I need <laughs> I need more context. Like if you like, because somebody. So I used to work at, at Sam's Club and somebody would, uh, you know, I'd hear a story from somebody and they're just, you know, pissed off that day about whatever. And they're like, yeah, and I was in, I, I was just trying to do my job and someone came up to me and is just like, hey, I need to know where the peanut butter is. Can you show me where it is? And, I, and then I told them, oh, yeah, and it just points to it. It's in the same aisle as them. They're like, yeah, but you can, can you come over and, and show me wh- where it is? And they're like, and that was like the worst thing that happened to them that day where it's like, right. if that, okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. If that happens to me, I'm thinking I like you're, maybe on a, maybe on the wrong the day, maybe on the wrong day that would bother me. But like most of the time, right. like I see somebody and I don't, and they're like, I can't, and they're like these people, they, they don't, they don't see themselves in the customers and all, which I usually do when someone comes in and asks me a fucking stupid question, I think, uh, yeah, that's probably something that I would say if I was in their position. 
and they right. come in I and ask me where the peanut butter is and I'm like yeah it's right there it's like yeah can you come over and show it to me and I like look at them to like see if they're serious and I'm like all right I guess and I'm like yeah it's it's right there or I just say no and then but then you know I don't really complain about it I'm just like that was funny and it's uh, it's, yeah. it's no matter what they say it's not it's not going to affect right. me at all it's not it's going to at at worst gonna be something that like slightly annoys me and then i forget about it and then like best case scenario i um i'm uh five years in the future uh talking about it with uh with uh two people well see uh here's here's the crazy thing at whole foods i'm i'm over here working at the food service department in whole foods i have three people waiting for pizzas two people waiting for like ready prepared foods and yes. like four people waiting for tacos and there's it's just me and like one other guy. So mm-hmm. and that's like at least like 30 minutes of waiting these people are going to have to do. And then someone comes up, skips the line and says, where are the paper plates? My boss tells me, I don't just tell them where the paper plates are. I drop what I'm doing, wow. leave yep. behind the counter, leave that's all the insane. customers waiting that is and b- walk them across the store to point them out to the paper plates. like like that's the shit and like not only that but like i'm over there i work in the sandwich counter and prepare foods and then like someone's like do you guys have gluten-free bread uh no but we have frozen gluten-free bread so let me stop making these other people's sandwiches or like you know it's their turn for a sandwich let me stop everything go get this loaf of frozen gluten-free bread and like put it in the pizza oven to like thaw it out or some shit that's to insane. Like, to like make them a sandwich with gluten-free bread. Wait, that's like you, like you legitimately had to do that. I did. Yes, we've done shit like that before. Oh yes. my god. See, that's like the. Th- did you guys not have like walkie-talkies or anything? Like you couldn't. No, we don't get so me started on the walkie-talkies, dude. See, we were so understand. That's insane. Oh, I know. I get that, but I would never. I, I, I maybe it's. I, I think I can. I don't know. Like, it's harder for me. Like, I've been in both um management and like normalist like sales associate like i've been in both shoes i've worked i worked probably like for two years just as like a normal sales associate and then i eventually kind of got like not i didn't even have to like apply or train anything i just kind of got like absorbed into or absolved into like a leadership role yeah and right. it got to the point where i was now closing the stores um were you even re- getting counted the leadership reg- wages or oh <laughs> i was making like a dollar more yeah my responsibilities <laughs> increased like 10 times like i'm not even kidding you yeah your, the, pay, your pay gets increased the, by like 10 percent, but your responsibilities go up by it like was 200%. insane and yeah. it was and it was um well so i got two things i got i got officially put into the payroll as a leader right which there there are extra things that i wasn't told about um that i wasn't made aware right because like my manager the general manager was not the greatest at the job and she is one of the most insane people i've ever worked with just just just... (laughs) moda are you talking about yes (laughs) <laughs> you gotta you gotta tell hobby about but, moto uh, well, I'll, no i'll continue yeah continue, well continue. i just she, she i mean i have a lot of her name is jude judy we can call her jude her husband okay. will call to call her judy it's like is judy there whatever um <laughs> sounds pretty gay i guess <laughs> yeah 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 he did sound very he sounded very gay yeah uh... <laughs> oh it was one of the most um relieved we ever were was when he called one time to tell 
his wife that he was at the hospital because he was fixing a wheel on a truck and this man's like 400 pounds he's a big guy he's oh. fixing the wheel on the truck and it's something so he was under and he got caught under and the truck collapsed on him and broke like his Holy leg or something shit. yeah and and she had to leave and so everyone was like oh my god does this mean she's gonna be gone for like a few weeks to take care of her husband but no this bitch next day was there working like yeah. who was taking care of your husband he's in a wheelchair and she's like well he can he can get around the house yeah, all right this, for I'm nine like, hours like which honestly her work ethic was unreal but um i honestly forgot why we're talking about this what was i before i talked about jude oh saying sorry how i've been in a i've been in a really yeah yeah in leadership a, position leadership and and i think like i don't know maybe it's just with experience i think if you stick it out in a retail setting where you're going to be working with customers you kind of learn earlier on or not early on maybe within a few years of working that going into your job with a negative attitude and like you're saying you know the customers mirror yourselves like i think i've had moments like that where i was so annoyed like i was just having a bad day and i was just like god these customers are so annoying but then it's like it is not their fault like the only person who's mad is me and this is my job and i can either have a positive attitude and try to help these people and get my work done or i can just be bitching to my coworkers about how annoying customers are today right, and right. it got to the point where i like was like wow i actually like talking to the customers more than i like talking to my employ or my coworkers because they're you know these are real people they they're genuinely looking for help you know and it was it was easy enough job like finding stock and clothes like you know it was just a, a, a retail clothing job which was really casual um like i don't know i think it'd be too stressed to work out and work out not work out work in a like grocery store or like mm -hmm. a more bigger box department kind of store yeah like, i'm, no, I'm never stressful. going back to a grocery store man that shit was awful that they're like the but there's so many more nuances to like that because you don't just carry your brand there's just there's so many things you can't do like i had so many privileges where i could fucking price override anything i wanted to like a penny if i wanted to like I just, it was just, it was a, it was an easy enough job for me. And yeah, I guess like, I think, I think it's like some people are fit for those kind of roles. Some people right. just genuinely are not cut out to be working in a customer service environment just yeah. because they're not personable. They're not social. I think, I think if, I think if you are more extroverted and more, chatty and just pleasantly you know nice to talk to you know some people right, just right. fucking it's like a void you're just they just they, they, you're, you're getting nothing out of them when but you, if you said big box stores what do you mean by that like target um okay. walmart this costco like a big I worked box at fye store. does that count was was that, that was the, like music and movies there's a, is that a small uh, box store the, um, I've, I said it's well I feel like since you have a lot of they have a lot of different um types of products they sell and they have to sell them at like like you can't just cut prices on TVs and electronics and stuff like it's not like your brand of stuff so yeah I guess like like a department-esque store so anything that doesn't just carry your brand because there's like so many 
policies and shit like you know you can't like override you can't give someone a discount for this you know like there's so many things you can't do because right if you're selling like other people's products yeah it's not okay. your product so like that was the nice thing about gap was like I, it was so easy for me to just i could it made it made those really difficult customers so much easier to handle because okay. I, right, right. I could but when it's i like when you get to the people that you can't say no to and that was just... the nice thing about working prepared Ugh. foods is because prepared foods is all whole foods is it's, food yeah so we could actually I never even do thought that. about this before at, at like at prepared foods all of this all the sandwiches the tacos the pizza the all that is all whole foods right so we actually did yeah. have that liberty if like someone had to wait on their pizza like 30 minutes later i could just give them a free pizza which was sick like i love doing that i did that so much I gave away so I gave away thousands and thousands of dollars worth of free food because I was just so done working. Do you there. really work there that long to give away for thousands of dollars? I, I gave away food? hundreds a day. Hundreds of dollars like a day it. for free food because you wanted to? Because it's like we're understaffed and I just did it out of spite. It's like fuck it. This person <laughs> has to wait half an hour to get a fucking taco. It's like have it for free, yeah. bro. <laughs> you know, like fuck it, right? It's like it's They're like rising you, up. If you don't want me to give away people, it's like, I feel bad that you have to wait 30 minutes for a taco because we're understaffed. And it's like, fuck you, we're understaffed. So I'm just giving away this shit for free. That's, I'm like a few degrees away from going, going that path at my job right now. <laughs> like, I'm honest, I mean? I'm pretty much there. Like, it's like, fuck it. It's like, if you, if you don't want civil people to wait 30 minutes. If you don't want people to wait 30, it's like malicious compliance. It's like, hey, yeah. you're the one that told me I should, like, make people happy. And it's like, people aren't happy having to wait 30 minutes to get their <laughs> fucking tacos. It's free, though. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, that kind of makes up for the, like, they'll come back. It's like, oh, okay, you, you know, it's like, yeah, it's not, like, even that bad. It's like, it's like, I'm just kind of doing my job, but it's just like, you know, it's like, hey. You don't want me to give away so much free food, maybe like staff one extra person yeah. on a fucking Saturday. No. But that's yeah. like that's like that is like legitimately good customer service. I mean, like there have yeah, been times when, where yeah, I'm it was sitting rare there. I would like give someone a free sandwich if they like didn't wait at all. I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Do that. No, I know. And yeah, but yeah. I think I think that's just like a work ethic thing. And I think I don't know. I just think I think there's people that are like too authentic for that bullshit when keeping to, it like, real be, like goes i gotta i gotta stick to policies i'm so sorry like i like it's just dumb corporate bullshit yeah. fuck yo also whole foods Rip. is extremely overpriced so it's not hard to do thousands there like you yeah you're yeah. like oh <laughs> let me well this is just a bottle of ghee for 25 dollars. nah that should be like seven like let me just override that for you the biggest scam whole foods ran was pre-packaged tortillas with canned beans and cheese they would sell as like organic like quesadillas and the the back of house would make them in like five minutes. They would make an entire plate of them, and we sold them for like thirteen dollars for like one quarter yeah, of a like quesadilla. Four dollars worth of yeah, ingredients. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like three dollars worth of ingredients hey, and like two dollars worth. Nico, of, here's a valuable lesson. Yeah. This, that's that's a business one on one, baby. If you can you can you can start that from your own. Like they could make these you so easily these? themselves in like two minutes at home. So but what I'm hearing then... is maybe you should have at that moment been like, huh, I should have made a quesadilla food truck or some shit because apparently people out here <laughs> right. love their vegan quesadillas or whatever. Right. Yeah. They, they were okay. vegan bullshit. Yo. It was like vegan. Yeah. Real, real quick. Like a novarin. I'm up, saying take a break, come back, psychoanalyze Hoppy's dreams. Oh. Uh, well, what, well, what about that. the, mo how about Mona story? Mona story? That? Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go yeah. use the bathroom, get myself another drink, though. 
All right, yeah, we'll we'll take a quick pause. Maybe right. I'm gonna make I'm 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 and going. we're back. So, <laughs> we're back. <laughs> These margaritas are hitting. Yeah, margaritas are hitting him. I I got to the end of that uh the first uh, right ruski, <laughs> and um yeah, what, what I was gonna talk about the, the Mona story, be like which, talking about fucking which ones? You Mona. Said? It's not even so. I had this uh this manager. This is the only job I've ever been fired from. I had this manager who, when I first started, was the assistant uh, general manager. And um, then, but our general manager was out with some sort of sickness. Like, she went to California or something, got sick, and then, like, came back and then, like, wasn't able to work for, like, two weeks. And then she came back after two weeks, and then um, she got along so poorly with the assistant manager who they – Oh, oh shit! You still have the picture of her. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just found it. I just found it. Oh my so god! Happy can yeah. see Mona. This is what yeah. Mona no, this like. is. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Oh, she's kind of scary. Why does she have two eyelashes? It almost looks like she has two eyebrows. She is very scary. I mean, she's also very short, so it's not like I had you know not physically <laughs> imposing, but. And she's also fifty years old, which is an important detail oh, for the, the end of the story. <laughs> hey man, so, <laughs> yes, she she's around that age, and uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead, go ahead. to uh the general manager comes back it gets along so poorly with that woman that the the uh the assistant manager actually just quit and then was like and then was still training me so she texted me and was like hey brendan uh you're not i'm not going to be continuing your training i i no longer work there blah 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 x y and z and i'm like oh, okay cool i guess and the uh general manager came back and i didn't like either of them uh, because the when I f was first getting trained by this uh, by this woman, uh, was showing me how to you know cook all this all this shit and everything because that's most of what I was doing. I was like cooking and like preparing like you know chicken grilling the chicken. Yeah, I was the grill god. Mm. Yeah, um, that there. sounds good. Yeah, it, oh, it was good. It's the best when you just like make a shit ton of chicken and you know you did a good job. So on your break uh, you go like yeah, just make good food. Your own is, food. Mm -hmm. It's like such that's such a rewarding feeling. It's powerful. Yeah, but I, I, you will not catch me doing that in my own house. I'll never do that. <laughs> only if you get only paid if to I get cook. paid to do it. But anyway, uh, I love cooking. I uh, so I didn't like her, but I didn't like the general manager either because like her, the assistant Mona, at least knew how to do her job, whereas like the general manager was like, just I don't know how she got there. It just seemed like she didn't know what was going on, but and also like didn't really care at all, and then was like making fajitas with like the skillet and it's just like walking past people uh, like unannounced with like a, a skillet with boiling oil on it and I'm like you almost just permanently scarred me and it's like why are you doing this and uh, just like walking with like knives pointed towards people as she's turning <laughs> corners and just doing a bunch of shit like that so crazy. yeah she was a mess but then she uh, so the assistant manager Mona had to deal with her again she quit and then after she quit the general manager quit for real and then Mona comes back and gets promoted to general manager oh no so that's how that that's how she got her promotion and then in the mess of that like I already knew I didn't like Mona because uh you know when you meet someone for the first time and like even like you're not even friends with that person it's just somebody who's like showing you how to do your job and they're just constantly burying and shit talking people that also work there to you, and you've met, you've known them for approximately two hours. It's mm -hmm. like, well, I know you're gonna do the same thing to me because you have even less investment in me than you do all these people that you're shit talking. You just know less about me right now. So, 
like like she's like talking about some kid who's like 17 and like working in the kitchen she's like yeah that kid's fucking retarded and like tell him oh, shit like that <laughs> yeah she's like that kid's a retard and it's like yeah with his retarded ass i'm like okay it's like Mom's and i dropping no, yeah she's place. yeah no she's dropping that she's dropping that all the time and i'm i've like met this kid he's you know just He's lazy, but, you know, I would be too if I was him and I was just getting retar- called retarded all the time. But that she didn't just call him retarded. And then as I – as she started getting to know me better, she started tr- doing it to me and was saying – and was trying to gaslight me and was and it would always ask me, like, hey, do you have a learning disability? Be like, hey, <gasps> is it, like, hard for you to understand <laughs> I things? About yeah. I forgot Mona did that. That's so crazy. Yeah, she's like, hey, do you have a learning disability? Do you have hearing? Are your she... ears okay? Do you have hearing problems? And she's saying Jesus this 100% Christ. genuine. She's just like, hey, That's do you have, like, a problem, like, understanding things and picking things <laughs> up? And I'm like, no, I really don't. I it's would just... start laughing. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> well, no, it's like. like do you but... have a learning disability? Are you retarded, Bridget? Yeah. No, that's what she was doing. She was she was just saying that she didn't call me explicitly retarded, but I know she 100% did to other people. So that's crazy. That's she, so insane. Yeah, she would just come up to me and be like, "Hey, uh, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but do you have a learning disability?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and because and it would just be random things, <laughs> and it wouldn't so be anything insane. that bad that I did. It would be like, "I so I've never that is insane." Yeah, she well, is insane. Well, up until that <laughs> just point. Imagine that face, too, of the picture I saw. Yes. Just yeah. That With the neck tattoos and the piercings and everything. And yeah. I yeah. um, I had never cooked anything before in my life. And they're like, hey, okay, you're going to cook all this stuff now. I'm like, you're going to really have to show me how to do this. I'm just letting you know. And so they would teach me. So I would have to come in at like 6 in the morning, which is nothing to me now, I guess. But, you know, I'm waking up – so before this, I was on degenerate hours because I was hanging out with Vaporeon, friend of the show, of course, who, um, mm-hmm. ha- you oh, know, works overnights. So I'm staying up with his schedule, and I'm hanging out with him when he's done work, which is – so I'm staying up till like, 11 in the morning and shit like that. And then they're like, hey, come in at 4 a.m. So I got to do, like, a complete 180 and get there, and I'm just completely dead in the morning, and then – they show me how, like, 18 steps on, like, how to make the beans and, like, <laughs> everything, which is one of the, like, 40 things that I need to learn how to do. So then the next yeah. day, they'd be like, okay, run and do that. And I'm like, okay, well, how do you do this? And it's, like, one specific thing. And sometimes I wouldn't know how to do it. Other times it would just be, like, I would just ask for confirmation. So I would just ask a question, like, hoping to get a yes or no answer. It's like, hey, is it – it's uh this temperature, right? And I'd be right. And they'd just be like – Brendan, do you have a problem understanding things? Like, do you have uh, do you have a learning disability? Like, do, did you not hear me yesterday? I'm like, you could have literally just said yes, because I'm fucking right. And you're just, like, wasting all this time. And there's, like, people in line just staring at us as, as all this shit's going on. But, so that's, that was back when Mona was chill. That That's what was going <laughs> yeah, this, on. This, oh, my this God. Is, this is <laughs> Mona. That was back this when this doesn't even hit the climax. Oh, not even close. I'm probably not. Character development hasn't even started yet. I don't think I'm going to get to you know everything that Mona said because I don't want to spend the entire podcast talking about just like work shit because that's something I try to be that's, conscious of. Yeah, it's because yeah, it's, yeah. like it's tiring. But I, I yeah, like. I don't mind it. I don't like I, if I sometimes I'll catch myself talking too much about work things to people. It's like yeah, but whatever. I you know I don't know. It's like, should I talk about well, work? What's, what's like, what's like some of the biggest Mono offenses before before you get before, to the climax? Before the, the climax, um, yeah, trying to, the climax so, is so funny. I mean, 
so can't wait. basically, so at this point, I've had probably six or seven jobs before this. I've had a lot of different jobs, and this was Qdoba, and then what did I have after Qdoba? So maybe <laughs> I had like seven jobs before this. And wait, what is this? Nico, what did you just say? That's also that's also um, her. Yeah, she was. What a, does that she was. Say? Uh, I don't. Oh, I'm I see not... lesbian on it. Yeah. It says everyone, everyone loves a lesbian. Loves a... It says everyone that's loves. That's true. A... She is love like you, a gay icon. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Mona the gay icon. It's my two gay friends, Hoppy and Mona. <laughs> uh, but, um, so, and I've had a bunch of terrible experiences with managers in the past, just because it's inevitable when you work at like, mm -hmm. even if you have one shitty place, there's going to be multiple shitty managers, and if you talk to them twice, you you know you're going to have a bad interaction with them. But it yeah, was yeah. everything bad that I've ever experienced all at once, which I wasn't used Jeez. to. So it was just being disrespectful. It was like being, uh, you know, all the every way of disrespectful that you could be and uh, bad at explaining things. And then uh, there were all the issues with like attendance and all that. Well, no, attendance, like scheduling. So didn't Mona do this thing too, where she like pitted your coworkers against you by like talking about you behind like your kind back? of, kind of, almost. Yeah, cause, yeah, because there was like this one situation kinda. where like Pros was like kind of cool with this one coworker, and then like out of nowhere, like they all kind of turn against you. No, no, no. I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so like for example, like with the uh, the scheduling thing, um. I don't know if it's like this where you're at in Minnesota, but like, you like are legally like mandated basically to like get a break when you work X amount of hours yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah. Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, uh, ours is five. <laughs> oh, ours ours was if it was over four hours, mm -hmm. and so yeah. what my store would do. Sorry, just this just made me think. You would get scheduled for three point seven five hour shifts, so you weren't Based. legally required to take a fifteen minute yeah. break. That's, that was insane. a workaround. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah, that's crazy. At the same up. time, it's easy though. It you is. Know. It's like it's still. It's not that much, but it's still just like the fact that you can't give me a full four hour break because you don't our full four hour shift. You know, as a fucking struggling college student, yeah. like just because I haven't eaten all day when I've been in class since fucking ten a.m. till five p.m. to work, five to ten p.m. You can't even give me that fifteen yeah. minutes to just have a drink of water and eat. So at least Anyways. you didn't. At least you didn't deserve a break. I'd be there. So I had the so I worked at this job. They would have me regularly on like 10, 11, like sometimes 12-hour shifts. I think I've worked at mm -hmm. this place. Yeah. And you would get it was like taboo to take one break if you were over there. So cuz the manager, she so Mona, she wouldn't really take breaks like that. She would rarely take a break. The other girl Amber, who's a like another like higher-up manager, she would rarely take a break. I'm like, that's cool. I need to eat food. Because mm -hmm. I am my my living situation, I don't prepare food for myself, and the food that is prepared for me is fucking horrendous. So I yeah, uh, grandma would whip up some boiled chicken with dog hair in it. But yeah, it'd be like oh, the dog hair don't. chicken. Be like try not. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's no. that's a story for its own day. The dog hair chicken. <laughs> That was rough. <laughs> it's just expired oh, potatoes, like oh just, god, that just shit smells so bad. Green too. potatoes and shit, but yeah, it's sprouting. They're but still I, like, and then like know. the one time you get cheese out of her fridge, it like smells like a dog. Or is that the no? That was that was my aunt. Oh okay, no, no, no. but uh, that was the dog cheese. That was the dog cheese. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like well, that's fine. If you know, more power to you guys. If you're not gonna be taking breaks, I'm taking my break. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like they could stop me. Because it's I, legally they have to give it to me, 
and mm-hmm. OSHA going to get up on their asses. And but they would try not to. And Mona would say, like, I've been here since this time. I didn't get a break. I didn't take a break yet. I'm like, okay, so when's my break? And, <laughs> right. and, yeah, so, and she'd you. be like, when's I'm going to be here all day. I'm not going to take a break. I'm like, all right, well, you know, you, I'm not going to stop you if you do. And I was like, okay, but when's my break? I'm very hungry. And she would, it would be, I would be a, a struggle for me to get a break every time I'd be in. I'd have to, like, go to battle for it. And um, there was – so there, there was the whole fighting with the breaks thing. There was uh, – they would just ignore your availability. Like, if you give them, like, two weeks' notice and say, like, hey, mm-hmm. I have to – it wouldn't even be, like, a uh, – it wouldn't even be, like, I need this day off. It would just be, like, hey, I need to uh, – I need to like only open this day. Like I can, mm-hmm. I have to be done before like 5 p.m. on this day. And they'd be yeah. like, they'd sometimes uh, say like no, or cha- or say that's fine, and then the day before change the schedule and put up a new one that they wouldn't even tell you about, and be like, yeah, but you're on the schedule for tomorrow. You have to come in. And I'm like, I don't know how you think this works, but that's not what's going to happen. And uh, or they would uh. I would talk to them afterwards and be like, hey, you requested off a lot of days in February. And I'd be – and I literally requested two days off in February two, that were not even next to each other. And I said, no, I requested two days off. They're like, all these. It was like those were days where I had like slightly limited availability, where I still had 13 hours where you could have scheduled me while the store was open. That wasn't a day off. You just decided not to schedule me on that. So shit like that, and then uh, yeah, a lot right, towards right. the end before we reached the the fever pitch. Um, there were like a, <laughs> a bunch of incidents where she would try to be passive aggressive and like dominate people that way. Which, uh, you know, when you're working with a bunch of you know like girls who are also just very agreeable, like you can get away with that. But I was just not, you know, it was like it's not even that no, I'm like some badass no, or whatever. It's just like no, you're just not going to do that to me. And so I'm like, yeah, I have this day off. Is that fine? And they're like, yeah. And then they'd be like, hey, if you want, you can come in. If you want to stay late today, you won't have to come in until X or you you won't have to stay late tomorrow. And I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. And then the next day I leave at the time I'm supposed to. And then they'd try to stop me. I'm like, nope, sorry. Um, But yeah, there was one day where um, she didn't have work. And it was just me and uh, some of the other girls. And they would all talk so much shit on her. Uh, Mona, that is, when she wasn't mm-hmm. around. Uh, because, you know, how could you not? And I was, you know, there with them. And I looked at the schedule and I'm like, wow, she really has me working on like Friday or Saturday, whatever day it was. And it's like, if she thinks I'm coming in, like she's got another thing coming. And uh, like, I don't I don't care what what's going on. Like I've, I put this in two weeks ago, whatever the fuck it was. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, the next day, I come into work to open, and she's opening with me, and she's just like, and I know that you, you know, said that said what you said, and you you don't think you're gonna have to, you're gonna come in on that day. It's like that's what you're scheduled for. That's when you're gonna work, or otherwise you just don't work at all. And I was just like, oh. okay. And it's like this is something that I hadn't even brought up to her in the past. So it was. So the thing was. So th- I think this is where what Nico was kind of talking about before. Like one of the people who was already talking mad shit about her, like then revealed that I was planning on not coming in on. Yeah, they started the snitching on you to. So I was getting oh snitched on. God. And I've had that happen to me before. Yeah, but uh, so I was just like, oh, okay. So I was like, I guess I have a day off then. It was like it wasn't like a big deal or any- like a fight or anything. But 
uh, that, this was one of the last big incidents. And then uh, and, and it didn't stop there because then I was on my mm-hmm. break after she, you know, snapped on me for, you know, saying I was going I wasn't going to work on a day that I had off. And I texted the girl who snitched on me and I, you know, I wasn't rude or anything. I said, oh, hey, Amber. I appreciate you letting Mona know that I'm not going to be able to work that shift on Saturday, but I had planned on telling her myself today. And she just responds, I'm sorry. And then I hear Mona screaming from across the relationship, uh, relationship, the restaurant, (laughs) from across the restaurant. And like, so she comes from the back out to the like dining room where I'm eating on my break. And starts screaming at me saying, you don't talk to her. Don't you text her, blah, blah, blah. And I have like a mouthful. Yeah, like in the middle of the restaurant. And I'm just like eating food. I have like a mouthful of food. Like, and she just starts screaming at me, like full on shouting. And I'm like, how am I supposed to take you seriously? Like right now, like, who do you think you are? So I'm like messing with her and I have a mouthful of food. I'm like, I'm texting her right now. Oh, I'm going to tell her all and she like freaks out and runs back and I finish my break clock back in and I go talk to her because she's just washing dishes and I'm like hey is there any reason why uh yeah that was as you know that upsetting to you like that what I said to her and she's like I wasn't upset <laughs> and I was like oh I was like oh it kind of sounded like you were it's just like yeah well you oh said something God. upsetting to Amber so it was upsetting to me and what? I was like are they oh. dating like what are you doing I was like well you care about Amber well, I was like, well, you know, that's her lackey and, uh, and the the other person that would, you know, hated her, but would still put up with getting scheduled for fucking like 70 hours a week or whatever it was. Oh. She, she worked two full-time jobs and had to deal with this. It's like, God bless you, Amber. I don't know how you do it. But, uh, yeah, you know, whatever. She's an idiot, too. But, uh, <laughs> that's Amber Tottenborough. I was like, well, I'm, and I said to Mona, I was like, I don't know I where don't know. my, the, like, what part of this is, is my fault? Like, what, where's the fault? like land on me for any of this she's like i don't know what that what do you mean i'm like well what which part of this is my fault she's just like well you know you said something to amber. i was like well i none of this even this barely had anything to, but anyway uh it was shit like that that would happen and it happened regular dude we were like fighting with each other in front of people who i'm trying to like make burritos for in line and she's just like yeah. yelling oh, at me no. and i'm having to look over my shoulder and be like yo stop talking to me like that like as i'm talking to a customer <laughs> that is insane. It was it was crazy, but then uh, but, but the end, but like, the end, yeah. So yeah, the yeah. end, how, I was already how's like, how's everything end? Because it was so, so beautiful. I was still with my my girlfriend at the time, who uh, we were still long distance, and I would have to drive down to Virginia from Philadelphia to uh, spend time with her. And I was gonna go down there, spend time with her for like I don't know, four or five days, something like that. And um. And then I, I think I got done. I was going to get done work on like one Friday and then go down there, spend like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, then maybe come up Tuesday and try to work that day. And uh, I roll into work on that Friday. And this is after one of the bigger fights that we had. And I I like pull in. I'm like blasting the Stone Cold Steve Austin like theme music. And I'm just it's just because it's just been a war zone every time I've come into work for like a while now at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck it, dude, bring it on. And I'm ready for all this. And I'm and I'm feeling, like, kind of cocky about it. And I have, like, a, you know, I have, like, a smirk on my face for, like, a lot of the shift. And because, oh, yeah, there was another thing. Uh, there was one of the days that happened recently. This is one of the other. Uh, this is actually the last straw where she, um, 
like the men's bathroom was like uh, just out of order and i was like so do you want me to use the women's bathroom or do, like do you want me to just like walk across the street to wawa like i don't know and she was just like and she just started giving me attitude and was just like you can use the women's restroom like everybody else and i was just like yo don't talk to me like that and she was just like and she just said it again i was like i'm telling you don't talk to me like that she's just like what blah 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 and i said this is the last time i'm gonna say it you don't talk to me like that and she said you're not threatening me I was like, all right. So I went, used the women's restroom. I'm pretty sure I clogged the toilet and then just clocked out and went home and and just left and didn't finish my shift. And then she texted me, uh, are you going to – she texted me, this is the last time that you walk out. And uh, and then I messaged her and just said, are you going to be cool tomorrow? And that was the last text message I ever sent or you know received with her. So then I go into work mm-hmm. the next day. I'm working with her and Amber. And doing my thing, I work for a few hours. I'm like, hey, I gotta take my break. And uh, and she she'd like given me sass a while before that. I was just like, yo, are we about to fight like over the fajitas like right now? <laughs> but like we're about to go, and someone's getting thrown on top of the grill right now. But uh, and I just go up to her. I didn't ask. I'm just like, yo, I'm taking my break. And she's just like, you know what, Brendan? I think it's a better idea. You just clock out. You go home. What you did yesterday was unacceptable and i for some reason i lost my cool and i think it was just because it was a little unexpected and i and so she tells me to clock out and leave and i like leaned in like knelt down a little bit and leaned in because she was a lot shorter than me and pulled my mask down (laughs) and was like you're 50 years old act like it (laughs) and and then uh and then she was, she just like still, she like just like said it again. She was just like, what you did yesterday, you don't walk out like that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you're 50. And <laughs> I was just yelling at her that she's 50 years old and to act her age. And then uh, I, so I clocked out and then I still took my employee meal anyway and like made them make it for me. And then, um, <laughs> and then walked out holding up a five and a zero with my hands and then, uh. Uh, yeah, and then I drove down Damn. to see my girlfriend and her family, and then um, they said, we're going to contact you next week about your schedule, and then they never did, so I was never allowed back. God damn. Good yeah, for that's, you. That was that's a, the mono story. That, yeah, that's the classic. only time I ever got fired. Wow, that sounds like... You're 50 years old. That sounds like the time... Well, not as dramatic as that, but... I once... I stood up for myself when my manager pulled me aside and told me that she was going to start scheduling me less hours because I'd like to take my 15s. And, I, and she said, this isn't my idea. This is Jude's idea. And I was like, well, that sounds like a really fucked up idea. And Jude. she was like, she was like, she was like, I know. She's like, I was trying to talk her out of it. Right. And this girl's name, Ashley, she was like, she was like saying, you're not going to get as many hours and we have to do it. This is, this is Jude saying this. I'm just letting you know. So then the next day I'm closing with guess who? Jude. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I forgot to mention. After this conversation, Ashley told me she she uh, she comes back when I'm on fifteen. She comes back and she's like, she's like, hey, sorry about that out there. She's like, can we just like, can you just agree to like not ever tell anyone about that conversation? Huh. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I just don't want you like posting it on the Twitter or the Instagrams or your Snapchat, whatever you kids use, right? And whatever she's like, not that you. much. She's not that much older than me. She's like. Like I'm like probably like 21 and she's probably like you know in her third like early yeah. 30s. I'm like you're you're young enough to like not be this type of person. Like shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So she was like already she knew she was in the wrong. So I'm like 
in the moment i'm already texting my coworkers. i'm like oh my god can you guys like listen to what fucking ashley said to me and so then the next day i see jude and i'm like hey do you have a problem with me taking my 15s and she was like um no mm-hmm. i'm like oh that's so weird because ashley told me yesterday that uh you were gonna start scheduling me less hours because i like to take my 15 minute break and jude was pissed yeah she was like she was like no she's like absolutely not She's like, I, that's not true, and whatever. And ever since then, Ashley kissed my ass. Because she was probably <laughs> working. Go. There you go. Because, but I, that's my thing, is I don't put up with any of that bullshit. All those so. fucking lackeys with uh, those women with names that start yes. with A. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All I don't of ever them. Put up. Yeah, you know what? There's another terrible manager named Amanda. She actually walked, Ashley walked out multiple times, but never got fired. She eventually did get her come up, and she, uh, she, um, got hit with an ulterior motive because she used oh, to come in the work you were late say hit with a truck or something oh no she had a baby which is terrifying double kill she uh <laughs> she uh <laughs> i don't remember what i was gonna say she's a she's an alcoholic who uh worked at a bar part-time which like we all we all get by but she one time drove home from the bar drunk with her car door wide open and her purse and phone fell out. Police showed up to her house the next day thinking that she was like, it was a dead person, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're like, we found like, is this, is this yours? And she's like, oh my God. Yeah. And they're like, how did it get in the ditch off the freeway? <laughs> Anyways, whatever. That just reminded me, reminded me of that when you're talking to break stuff. But oh, yeah. yeah, fucking people are fucking shady as shit. So oh, I'm yeah. glad you stood up for yourself. Because no one, yeah. they don't, they don't get that, and that shit's gonna eat alive with them for like ever. Fuck are we? Are we are, do we still want to talk about dreams? Because I feel like all three of us have yeah. have have had some good dream stories. Hell yeah! Oh my god, that's like what I was about to say. Night. Yeah, yeah. What what dream did you have last night, Hoppy? Where I'm playing a fucking gotcha game? <laughs> oh yeah, I was pissed at you. You were well, like, why were you mad at me? What I do? Well, you were like. You were like being that person, and I was like, like I, I used to play a lot of Genshin. I haven't really played it that much, but I used to play it quite often. I don't even know enough about Genshin to even know what it is. It's just like, imagine some open world. It's like Breath of the Wild meets like slot machines. That's yeah, like it's it's like. Wow. Part of me is mad at that. Like this game came out at this day and age because it is a free to play game. It's predatory, but like it is completely free to play. And this shit would have been like if I were like fourteen and in middle school or high school, so playing this game would have been amazing because it was just such it's just such a like easy escapism game. You just collect these characters, you level them up. It's like it's just like pure RPG, you know. Like you get the satisfaction yeah. from making your character stronger, you know. That's why we play a lot of video games, right? We want to get stronger and whatever, get better at it. And okay, that's irrelevant. But yes, it is a gotcha game, and I had this dream that Nico. I was like, because we have a lot of other people we hang out with who like play it or, you know, have played it. And Nico was like, I'm kind of thinking I want to play it. And I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And you were like, why? I need you to like, you need to be there for me. You need to tell me how to play this game. <laughs> All this stuff. That's like, like me with he's Vaporeon. Like, He's like expecting me to like, you know, and then he sees like all these other characters in the game. And he's like, oh, I really want to get this character. I'm like, well, 
unfortunately it's how gotcha games work is you can only get these characters when they're you know on a limited time like you only have this this window to pull for them until they come back and then nico didn't believe me so he's spending all this money on the like the gotcha shit and i'm like you can't get her anymore <laughs> and i was so nico, i was so pissed at you because i knew it was gonna happen i said i'm like nico if you play this game you were gonna spend a lot of money and he's like well i don't care i just want to play this <laughs> so funny and I was it's so like, pissed at like him. Chris I was telling so... me not to bet on Derek Lewis again. It's like uh, I was so pissed at you, Nico. Oh, that's so funny. That was that was the, that's the only dream I remember from last night out of like the six I had. Not trying to stop you your to... friends from making bad monetary decisions. Yeah, yeah. May maybe talk about your like lucid dreams because I have to go bring in some groceries and He's I know go... a little bit about the lucid uh, dreams. I'm so happy you're not your. <laughs> All right, I'll be back in like five max ten minutes. All uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be back quick. Now. Well, right. I was talking to, I forget how, so this turned into a, a bit that I've been trying to make in, uh, you know, at the open mic stand-up stuff I've been doing, where yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking, I was like up really late with Nico, and we were talking about uh, dreams, and I don't know if he asked me or I asked him, but he asked about lucid dreams, and he said he never had any. I've had... Uh, like, full-on, like, what you would consider a lucid dream, I've maybe had, like, three or four, like, ever in my life. And I, like, barely... I, like, don't really remember them at all. And sometimes I'm, like, semi-lucid and can, you know, understand what's going on. But I... Uh, but, but there are, like, a type of... there. A lot of the dreams I have, I start getting, like, lucid, like, enough, like, towards the end. Where I, like, know I'm in a dream. And... Mm -hmm. uh, so if it's, like, a good dream, I'll, like start being like, oh, wow, I'm having a lucid dream. That was my chance to, like, do something that I, you know, cool or, like, fly or whatever. And um, and then I just, like, wake up, like, right when I start getting those thoughts. And it's just, like, kind of disappointing. But mm -hmm. in uh, I, but I, it also happens in, like, nightmares sometimes. So I'll have dreams where I'm about to get, like, clawed to death by, like, a grizzly bear or something like that. Jeez. But I'll, like, get enough lucidity at, like, the end of the dream, or, like, at that to point. To realize you can... Well, no, to realize that I can just kill myself and wake up from the dream. <gasps> oh, my God. Because <laughs> I know... think he asked about if you've ever killed yourself in a dream before. And I've had... I, I have, yes. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've like, never... a bunch of times. I've also never had, like... And I don't know. It's like, I feel like it's such a subjective word, but, like... I wouldn't say I've ever had like a true nightmare where I woke really? up like terrified. I wow. have like very stressful dreams. Okay. Very, very stressful. But usually the you know the weird thing is is they're always it's always the same the same shit. It's either in a school setting, and I don't know why it's always a school, it's either college or high school. And it's like some like fucking like paper that I didn't write the night before, or there's a test tomorrow and I didn't yeah. study it like shit like that like you know it's like my procrastination is catching up to me and i'm worried about it and it's probably reflective of my work like you know because i'm a lazy piece of shit in real life too but it's either that or there's just something like it goes everything goes well and then one little little fucked up thing happens and it's so absurd and outrageous and just like unbelievable but like i'm never freaked out i'm always very calm always very very calm and i don't know if it's like part of me is realizing like this isn't real like it might be a little lucidity because every time something like that happens i'm 
I either go to a new dream, I forget mm. everything entirely, or I wake up and I'm fine. Hmm. But sometimes I get these dreams that are so like profound and like I'm like, whoa, like I can't even operate because it felt so real to me mm-hmm. the next day. Like the other night, like I had this dream. It was like a lot, I've been having a lot of dreams with like vacations and like family reunions. Like I just like think I just want to like I just want to I don't know what it is. I want to get out. I want to just do something. I want to I, I always idolize like going and starting over in a new place too. like I just want to fucking just do it all over again. Yeah. Start over. And uh I guess I had this dream the other night and it was pissing me off. I was we had like a family reunion and we're at since we live in, in Minnesota, the one of the biggest things here is the Mall of America. And at one point in this dream, I don't know, it transitioned over from this family reunion thing to me going to the mall and this woman comes up to me, I'm in this department store. She's like, Hey, uh, I just wanna know why this place is called the Mall of America when I don't even know how to get out of the store to get into the mall. And I'm like, okay, that's weird, but like, I'll help you get out of the store. But we were lost. We got trapped in the store, and it was a maze. And I was so like overwhelmed. There's so many things, little things kept getting in our way. And I'm just like, I don't know how to get out of the store. I don't know how to. I want you to see the mall. I want you to get out of the store. I want you to experience what the rest of this mall has to offer. And eventually, I did get her out. And on my way out, this other woman stops me, and she's like probably in her 40s or 50s and she's like you look like you could give me really good expertise on something i'm like okay so she's like i need your help deciding over some wind chimes over here so she leads me over to this Wait, like, she asked garden you for center. expertise on wind chimes yeah she wanted me to like because okay. she was she was torn between these two different types of wind chimes <laughs> okay or some some like lawn ornament i don't know what a, you know like i remember there's like a thing it was like sustained glass we'll lawn say ornament, wind chimes wind chime yeah, like they were they were ornate, they were, you know, and then in this area there's pottery all around us. So it's like it's supposed to be like, you know, when you go to like Home Depot and you go to the home and garden section and it's like you know shown off like wind chimes and like things you could put outside. And everything's pretty cramped and I'm like a tall guy, so I'm saying like, you know, kinda like she's showing me all these things, and I'm trying to get a better look at everything, like see what she's trying to show me. And at one point she accidentally knocks over this giant vase. Are you working and here in the dream? No. No. I'm, okay. I am I am a visitor at this mall. I came back halfway through this and forgot we were talking about dreams. Yeah. Like, Damn, I don't remember Hoppy working at a place like this. Yeah, you're no. working at the wind chime so, factory. Yeah. So so we're over and this is like this is it's crowded. There's so many people in this store, like everywhere. And she knocks over this vase and she's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like and I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'm sure they'll clean it up. And everyone around us is screaming, <laughs> freaking out. And all of a sudden, I'm looking, and there's there's blood everywhere. Nice. And I'm like, so, and I'm like, what? Like, what's going on? Like, That's why awesome. is everyone like, where's this blood? And so, so then I look down at my foot, and I was wearing sandals. <gasps> oh when god! She, I didn't realize she knocked over the vase, and part of the slab cut off like half of my toes. And there oh, was just, nice! There was blood squirting everywhere. And everyone around me is like is screaming and freaking out, and I'm like the calm one, and I'm like, okay, this is bad, but like, I'm like, I need you guys to calm down, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, calm, like, can someone just calm down and fucking like get this wrapped up? Like, I'm the calm one, I'm the calm one in this situation, right, when right. I'm the one who's being hurt and affected, but I'm the one calm because I know I can deal with it, I can get yeah. through it, but these people are not helping me, and so I was just pissed. I was just pissed that these people are freaking out, and so then I just the dream ended. You just ended. got you and just I, got mad at people up. in a public setting as you were expe- as you were like in a I was state mad and then, that and these people up. like 
were more upset that they were freaking out that they saw this than they could care that I was like, like I'm the one who should be freaking out, not you guys. Now this like, begs the question: How do you react in the uh, naked in school dreams? Naked? I've never had one. You never had one of those? You're just never. like in a public place and you just don't have your clothes on for some reason. Nope. Man, my friend. I don't know that it? I've had that either. So it's like it, but you guys have heard of those kinds of dreams before. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a popular you're kind of dream in front of like a large audience, and you're naked. Or yeah, because like my friend, because uh, I've had those dreams before, and my friend had one, and that that he then tried to go tell stand up about, and it didn't go well, and um, but he's like, yeah, I had a dream. I went to the grocery store, and I didn't have any clothes on. It was like the worst dream I've ever had, and I was just like, really? Because I had, I've had dreams similar to that before. I had a dream. I remember I was in middle school. I was in either fifth or sixth grade, and um, probably sixth grade. And I remember being in class and then like looking down and like, and then seeing like, oh, I have zero clothes on right now, or or I was like just in my underwear or something like that. And right, then right. everybody else reacted way stronger than I was, and I was just kind of annoyed. And I was just like, all right, well, whatever. And I and all I cared about was just like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to pay attention to what's on the board right now and I got people looking at me so it's just like what the fuck are you looking at is like all I remember thinking like throughout that dream and it wasn't like I was it was it was just funny because it wasn't the reaction that uh you hear about in those dreams so like there's no like em embarrassment or just uh or like uncomfortability it's just like bro mind your own business right right <laughs> I had my like I feel like my equivalent of dreams to that are like teeth falling out mm. I haven't had those in a while, yeah. but I used to get yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. And it was like it was like a common theme. Or, it's like I am, I there's like there's at some point in a dream where I will like, be, out of orbit, and I'm basically like falling into, some disclosed location. I don't know, like, uh -huh. like I'm like falling from a plane or something, and I like I'm not in control like i'm trying to land i just want to land i want to get somewhere i want to land there but i can't like my body's i'm physically unable to like land i'm just i'm just moving i just keep going yeah. like it's like that, I that, that's almost like fever dream material where like you have no control and you're just like feeling yes. shitty and it's yeah. it's yeah. stressful and it's like that's and those are my stress dreams like that those are the worst but, kind of dreams where you just like you feel like trapped in them i, I hate that shit mm -hmm. well and like the i was telling him earlier before you here nico how like I still have stress dreams and even like work too. I still have stress dreams of being like in college and I have a final tomorrow or something. Right. Yeah. You, you told me about that. For That's class, common for you, right? For a class that I skipped all semester and like, like it's like but the thing is is i'm still doing other things and that's always lingering in the back of my head and i'm always worrying about that in my dream right like right. that that could be so insignificant to the plot of the dream but it's always it's always in the backup there's always yeah. like in that dream i'm remembering that i have to get this stuff done or like i have work tomorrow i haven't checked my work schedule all week like shit like that and i'm like where is this coming from like like i'm like i'm not in school like like my work, I'm caught up in work, even if I procrastinate. Like, it's just, it's like, and it pisses me off, but I'm like, these are my dreams. I'm like, could I could have a cool ass dream. Yeah. But my good dreams lately have been like, I've been on vacation with my friends and like just been doing fun, like crazy shit. Oh my God. Like the other dream I had with you, Nico, right? When you and, you know, right, um, right. We, uh, we were, um, I don't know what it was. We got like me and Nico and like some other people were like in this this universe this different universe or some realm it almost was like we were in a video game and we were like the protagonists right yeah. the, the the group of people that had to like you know 
figure stuff out. And I don't know what happened, but at one point in time, we got tasked with, um, we had to find this man who knew like the secrets to the universe. Like this man was like <laughs> the fucking philosopher's stone. Mm -hmm. Like we were a bunch of alchemists trying to find this. Like, right. It was like, but, but it was, it was like, it wasn't for any good reason. Like there was someone who was going to hurt us if we didn't find this man for them. And so we had to have, we had to find this man. We had to find this man. Mm -hmm. And we're, it's like normal life too. Like we're like going about the world, wherever we end up, like we're walking down the street. It's like in the suburbs. And this like woman is like in her forties or fifties. Like, you know, she, she opens her window and she starts like yelling at us. Can you guys please help me find my cat? My cat escaped. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's find this woman's cat. And then this, then like her dog was lost too. And her dog showed up and we're yeah. like, oh my God, is this your dog too? And she's like, yes. Could you please help them bring, bring them back in the house? And so we go back in their house and I just remember we're sitting on the couch. I'm sitting next to this woman and Nico and our other friends are sitting on this other couch and we're all just like staring. And so we're like, maybe we should ask her about, you know, has she heard the legends of this man who knows the secret to the universe? And so we try to segue in that and she right, didn't right. really care. And her daughter comes out too and is serving us like beverages, like coffee or whatever and we're like asking this lady about our main story quest like it's a game yeah we're trying like, to figure yeah. out and yeah and she's like a, she's like a side character but we need to dialogue with her to figure out like progress our main story but <laughs> you guys were like she wasn't giving us anything so you guys were like right, i'm fed right. up we're gonna leave and so you start like walking out and yeah, i'm she's like pissing oh. me off I'm like, I need to like, I need to get more knowledge from her. So I'm talking to her and then she's like rubbing my shoulder and she's telling me she's a masseuse. And then I'm like really uncomfortable and I see you guys leave mm. and I'm like trying to get you to like help me. And then I knew this woman wanted to like, this woman was not just a fucking trained masseuse. She was, she was not a good person. And her daughter was in on it too. I think they're trying to fucking human traffic me or some shit. It was crazy. But then I <laughs> run and there's this like airship, little tiny airship thing that I can get in. It's based off. Uh, I won't say. I won't say. Nico. I have to show. I have to. I start shooting rockets from it at them. I'm I'm running down their driveway, shooting rockets from them. But at this point in time, Nico and our friends had already like wandered off in a completely different distance, so I didn't know where they were. And then I wind up at this fucking mega mall thing, like this weird mall. And like, there's just a bunch of different random stores. It almost was like when you go, like when you see those movies from like, like I feel like an Indiana Jones movie, Indiana Jones movie where they go to like some like Middle Eastern country and there's like all these markets, places. Right, right. And you walk into these houses with like beads dangling out of the doorways instead of actual yeah, doors. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like just very stereotypical portrayals of like foreign um towns or you know especially like in the Middle East or India, and. There's this like really grumpy guy in there and it's like this like metaphysical shop like he just is, has these really weird things and so I'm like I have a good feeling about this and then this guy was like yo why like why did you come here and I'm like I want to ask you if you know about this guy and he like did but he wanted to test me and so then he brought me back in his office and he made me give him a uh a what? you know what oh yeah <laughs> right right I forgot about that and it was insane and then nico and ariel are like coming through because i'm telling them like i'm at this mall and i think i found the guy but we i have to do something yeah and he just <laughs> raped me and then i woke up then i woke up and that was it and i was pissed because i'm like damn it we never got the conclusion we never got we never got any well, it sounds like closure. you got some kind of conclusion 
<laughs> I did. I I've had some really wild dreams recently. Like, normally I don't remember my dreams that vividly, but like. Because you've been taking these edibles and hanging out with us. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's it. I don't know. But like, no, even some of the times they were, it's when I was sober and I went to bed. Like, I've just been remembering more of my dreams recently. Um, one of the, uh, one of the most recent ones I had that I, I think I told, I might have already told both of you about, but it was like, I was just, I don't know why, but I was like on my camera app on my phone crying. Yeah. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. It was so, it was really traumatic and like, like fucked with me for like the, like the rest of the morning. Like I'm on my camera app on my phone and I'm crying as I'm in selfie mode, but there's a weird filter making my face look really distorted. So it's just like this really distorted face up. crying. But you gotta explain that it's all I'm this is like pure darkness. The dark shit. What, Chris? You gotta explain that this is at least in the my visualization when when you describe this to me, you you were in a completely dark room that the yeah, only light I, yeah, was from I, your phone. Yeah, yeah. The only light in the room was from my phone. I can only see my face. I can't even like see my arms or my so hands holding were, my phone. I can only see. I, think. I can only his, see the reflection of my fucked up face it's crying. A fucked up and VR game. Yeah, and I can't figure out how to turn off the filter, so I don't even know what I actually look like. I just look fucked up, and I'm crying, and yeah. I don't know how to turn off the filter. And my app is like, it's like my app has been updated to like, it's like I haven't updated my app in seven years, and I've gotten like seven years of updates mm -hmm. in one thing. So I have no idea how to navigate the app, and I'm just like frantically scrolling, trying to figure out how to turn off the filter as I'm crying my eyes out. That's awesome. And like, it, yeah, it was awful. It was very traumatic. It's awesome. And then like a couple a couple days before that, I had a dream where like. One of my old school IRL friends like talked about going on a vacation with me. Um, like an IRL friend I've known since elementary school, but I haven't like I've talked to them kind of recently. But like, they were like, "Yeah, let's go on this vacation," and they just like were really weird and like kind of sexually harassing me. Yeah, that sounds um, super strange and not like anything any of us have ever experienced. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fucked up, man. It was it was wild. Do you dream in color? Yes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I apparently, apparently, like it's uncommon to. <clears throat> I don't know how well, you, you, you know what? Probably, you know what I've heard is most people dream in like black and white, or there's no visuals at all, and you make up the visuals as you remember the dream. No, is like supposedly Cat. one of the theories. Hmm. That's a foolish theory. I don't believe that. I, my I, dream. I have like a, I have like literal. It's not just. It's like. Out. It's like you don't actually have any memories. You just have the last time you thought about the thing that happened. I like, like, like you can't remember like a childhood memory. You just remember the last time you thought about it. That's just... You can't remember the I don't original. That. That doesn't you make can't any remember sense. the original. I don't any believe sense. any of that. I don't believe any of that. <laughs> no, I don't know. It doesn't it's, make it's sense. Like, L it's plus fun, ratio plus I can think about colors. <laughs> but anyway, my dream yeah. the other day. Which is uh uh way more pleasant than having uh than crying into a uh a camera. I'm being sent DMs right now. Yeah, I was I, I just sent Crows this image just so he had some context. That's true, of, he of does he doesn't look gay. He doesn't look gay, <laughs> and he also looks like a motorcycle cop. Yeah, like what is it, the, okay, the motorcycle cop is a funny thing. It, that it, yeah, I yeah, no, I see it. But Yeah, I kinda see it too. I had the glasses. This, my dreams are sick. I had this dream the other day that uh, I was in. So Nico and I were talking about um, how, how useless uh, <laughs> fucking 
uh, many classes in school are, um, and one of them is uh, chemistry. Chemistry's trash, and like just leave that as like something you learn for a month in science class, and have like one test in it, like mm -hmm. you know, throughout the year, then you're good because chemistry's fucking trash. But uh, and I've I've always hated chemistry, and it's like my worst subject. And uh, but in my dream, I was in a chemistry class. And it was just a one-on-one -on -one class. It was only me. I was the only oh, student. Oh, this this is such a good dream. I love and this. And it was uh, it was just me and the teacher, uh, just in a you know a classroom for an entire class. But it was just me and him. And uh, and you would you would expect this being you know my least favorite subject this to be you know stressful like annoying kind of dream, but it wasn't. I I felt good about it. And uh, the teacher I got along with very well was you know an aging. Um, you know, maybe like seventies to like eighties, uh, year old kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, who also happened to be Ben Stiller. And <laughs> so, yeah, it's Ben Stiller, but he's, you know, 70, 80 years old. And you can see that, you know, time has worn him down a little bit. He's got, Damn. you know, a lot of his hair is falling out. He's like yeah. mostly bald. He's got spots all over his skin and he just looks kind of fucked up, but you know we have a good uh, relationship between the two of us. Is him being my like chemistry teacher and me being you know maybe one of his only connections to like kind of like the modern world, I guess, which he's you know grown away from. And so you know we'll like spend time to, uh, with each other, and he teaches me chemistry, and I you know keep him in touch with you know <clears throat> society and all that. Uh, but then the more time I spend with him and uh, and bond with him, I I start seeing that uh, you know he is old and all. And, uh, but he also just has uh, a problem, and uh, I'm going around and seeing that Ben Stiller is a crippling drug addict also mm. while being, like, 70, 80 years old. And so I'm going around trying to uh, be there for drug addict Ben Stiller, uh, who's also my <laughs> wow. chemistry teacher and is also a I'm senior citizen with his hair falling out and has, you know, spots all over his skin. And I'm outside, you know, trying to support him as he's, like, in the parking lot outside of, like, an office depot throwing up behind a car. Oh. And there's these, you know, teenagers or, you know, 20-something-year-olds who know him and, you know, berate him and talk shit on him and say, oh, you're such a worthless piece of shit, like, blah, blah, blah. Just, like, berate this, like, you know, old, like, homeless drug addict guy and uh, and then start turning it towards me. And they're like, you're hanging out with that piece of shit. And I'm like... I'm hanging out with Ben Stiller and <laughs> and I'm just there uh, for Ben Stiller throughout, you know, this trying time in his life. And I'm, you know, I'm the only person he has. And uh, uh -huh. and then from that point, I don't know how, but then uh, that got to a dream about the Japanese version of The Grudge. And then, yeah, Whoa. that was a uh, that was a that was more of a stressful dream because I couldn't tell if it was going to be cool or frightening. And I remember the last thing in the dream was I was like trying to figure out if I was going to have to kill myself to wake up from it or not. And then I, just, and then I just woke up. But yeah, the Ben Stiller dream. Wow. Well, hopefully it doesn't, that's not his future. Hopefully you're out of suits there. You know, hopefully if that is his future, I'm right there. That's true. You <laughs> could be, I could, you know, we never got a, uh, a, you know, decisive ending, but I feel like I was doing a good job, uh, you know, steering that's him. That's good. You are, you're, you're right standing up to those teenage bullies. Yeah, fuck them. Honestly. <laughs> they never saw Dodgeball. Yeah, Zoolander. Dodgeball. Uh, they never saw they never saw Zoolander. You seen Zoolander, Happy? Mm-mm. But YouTube, oh, YouTube it's, so, YouTube's been like, every week I notice this, my algorithm, every week, there's a new movie that YouTube tries to recommend for me. I don't know why. 
but it's every week there's a brand new movie and it'll it'll, it'll just be like behind the scenes of zoolander or funny memes from Zoolander, like stuff yeah. and it's like well it's gotten a but, lot of popularity uh, recently well but it's 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 not just that it's every every week there's something new it's not necessarily like a movie it could be a tv show but i'm convinced that they're they pay like i feel like they pay to have the shits like you can you can sign up for like this week we're gonna start like you know sprinkling in some uh recommendations for people to watch your brands i don't know what it is it's just it's too coincidental because it's like it could have something to do with just what gets put on netflix or things yeah, but like the that. shit, but the shit is is like yeah. things Which like are like two or three years old. Like you know, like the videos are old. Like today, now I'm getting all the stuff for the boys, whatever that TV show, the boys, it's a popular show. Right, right. Yeah. So like, I was getting all this stuff for it, and I'm like, what, what, what prompted this? Like, why? Last week it was um. Dude, wait, if you had my algorithm, you'd be fucking puzzled. Mine <laughs> is really weird too. There's a lot of um. Let's all let's of... all open YouTube and just like give some funny call outs from like the top eight. All right. My boy Spoonie Giant. I, I'm the only viewer of this child's YouTube channel and it because it just yeah. keeps popping up on <laughs> yeah, my that's so funny. It pops up this... on my YouTube recommended. It's like new for you and it's some child I've never heard of playing Bioshock Infinite and only just like watching the cutscenes at the beginning and then he says, Well, that wasn't scary and that's all that I have for today, guys. Um And like then you comments. commented on his video. And then I commented on his video because he said I played Bioshock Infinite. In parentheses, it was not scary, and I commented chilling, and I, you know, subscribed and liked the video, and then he turned off comments on his videos after that. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Uh, this I know. Had a, a stand, and he chose not to. I know, and I, you know, so now the next video we had after that was another Bioshock Infinite video, and the the audio is way too loud in the game, so I can't hear a single word he's saying, but I can't tell him that because. <laughs> Oh, my, uh, yeah, my, not the loser, comments are disabled. My recommended loser. is um, I got I got Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link. I got uh, Brian Cranston on Hot Ones. I got Elden Ring videos. You watch the sit? Oh, fucking! Oh, I'm getting flashbacks. My, I think that that might be the same channel, one of the same channels that my ex would watch about the Sims. It's like just building Sims oh, houses. Oh, Plumbella. I don't. Oh, I don't God. know. It's probably a different she, one. Uh, Hers are her videos are very um they're kind of troll they're not like they're not like actual Sims videos. I would, like I would, she would watch actual Sims videos and I'd come no, up like in the last are, legs of our kind, relationship. She's kind of troll. I'd come up I late, have... just lose a bunch of games in melee. Come up, she fell asleep with a video about the fucking Sims are still on, and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> god damn. My favorite. Just my turn favorite, up, turn uh, it you... off so I can sleep. <laughs> my favorite YouTube channel. I've shown Nico it right. I've shown you it. Yeah, uh, yeah, the the drag. She's a she's Shane a drag Dawson. queen who does uh just like chaotic Sims two videos, and they're so good. They're so like she 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 knows her audience so well, right? She's like the type of like she's gotta... keeping she's keeping the like the shit posting humor alive when it comes to uh these these Sims con the Sims content. Because... I feel like one of the funniest videos you've shown me recently was that one girl who gets high and then does makeup. <gasps> I f yeah, Brandy that TV. That is, shit was, that funny. was so funny. She I was dresses dying. up. She she takes like she's like so this edible says that it's like four servings, so I'm gonna eat the whole thing. And then it's like one hour you, later, you and she's like, "Hey guys," and this just laughs. I don't know if crows would hate it or love it, but that shit was that shit was very it's, entertaining. Said it has drag queens in it. No, no, no. no, no. This is this is different this is different, different channel. Uh, I'm not interested. <laughs> you are um, interested in the drag queens though. 
of course. Yeah, the 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 Sims 2 chaotic Sims 2 drag queen. Oh, it's so good. No, this Brandy TV. I uh, I love I love that kind of content. Yeah, that's my YouTube. What I just posted. Sorry, there's some League of Legends stuff in there. Ignore it. It's an unhealthy habit. Yeah, I yeah I don't fuck with you guys all. Uh, just you know, doing all that shit. Like I uh, yeah, all the League of Legends <laughs> and the MMOs and all that. That's uh for you know some other people, some people who aren't getting into heaven, but not me. <gasps> Damn. <laughs> I mean, uh, I already am not going there for multiple reasons, but. Nah. Well, I, I agree with you. They're not they're not fun games. I don't know why I keep playing them. Well, it's just so you slowly kill yourself. That's why people play yeah. games like that. But you know what? That's what vices are for. Because why? Why not? Well, it's that and alcohol. I've got a Norm Macdonald video in my recommended to balance everything out. Just you're for welcome. Your you're you're yeah. welcome. <laughs> I got uh yeah. What are we gonna? R.I.P. What, what what are we closing out mm -hmm. on? What are we, what are we doing? Maybe, maybe I, I don't know what is a good topic to close out on. Maybe some of your uh, some of the... you get. I feel like you should talk on your like your sta your stand up situation. Yeah, how probably. it's like you're at, you're like doing stand up. Well, at, here, like... yeah, because because Hoppy hasn't heard this from me. Uh, so yeah. I for a Give while the setting like explain yeah. the setting. So here's the you know basically the the stand up career has gone like this because I wanted to I was going to start in October and then I wound up never doing it, and then I went to my first stand up open mic. Uh, and you know, at to perform at it, uh, because I went to this open mic before just as a uh, you know, just as a spectator to see what it was like, mm -hmm. and it was terrible. And this is uh, back when I was still with my girlfriend at the time. We went and uh, and I was just like, yeah, sure, let's go out to this this place and see what the uh, open mic's like, and you know, maybe I'll I'll uh, go you know do it someday. And everybody was terrible. And it was all just a bunch of people going up, and nobody reacted. Everybody bombed. And people just going up saying, like, hey, I'm gay. And <laughs> and just shit like that. And it was like that five <laughs> times in a row. Yeah, uh, well, just to give him some context, too, like, most of the, the people in your, like, kind of stand-up circle are, like, LGBTQ. That's why they were saying right? They weren't lying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's, like... But the host, host is, like, is a trans you gotta, person. You don't have to, like, yeah. tell people that, like, it's, like... That's no, they do. I, that's all they do. Like it's, that's not even funny. Like, it's, like... Well, you know, some of the... Sometimes, when they get the right audience, sometimes they're... You know, every true, once in a while, like, 10% of the I'm gay jokes are funny. Like, some of them or like, I'm trans. It's always, like, I'm gay, I'm trans, or it's, like, I'm a straight guy, but I'm a pussy. And, like, that's all the oh jokes that are there. So... Uh, and it's, it's only people like me and Chris Bennett that are going up there speaking the, the real hard truths about, uh, you know, dreaming about being naked at the grocery store. But, uh, so I went there and we watched the first like five or six people and they were all awful. And then we're like, okay, so then there's a new guy going up and it's a, uh, it's an Indian guy. And I'm like, well, this guy's definitely, if there's anybody who's going to, you know, not go up there and say, oh, I'm gay, and have that be their entire act as this guy. And he goes up, and his act is uh, saying, like, a noun, and then making a comment on it. So he went up, and his bit, his first bit was like, Lemonade. <laughs> it's a famous drink. <laughs> and that was it. And then he goes to the next one. He's like... Giraffes, they have very long necks. 
<laughs> and that was his, like, uh, yeah. He, so he was like, yeah. And I was, and he, nobody is reacting at all. It's complete silence. <laughs> yeah, complete silence. While he's doing he's just, this. He's just like, and I would be the one. I would be the one laughing, but just because it's out of not well, pity, but like I just am uncomfortable. It's so ridiculous. But he's like French fries. <laughs> they, I feel like they are redundant. What does that mean? <laughs> it's like too repetitive. <laughs> so you eat one. Then you eat another. And like that is the bit. And then nobody's reacting and he's like, This is going very badly. I'm going to play hangman on the bridge. Oh my god. <laughs> so then when he was done, my uh, you know, ex and I we were like, We're getting the hell out of here. And oh. so I was like, Alright, well that's the pl- that's the place where I'm gonna start. And yeah, yeah, because you look at your competition. And I was like, like okay, yeah, sh- I, I can, I can right. do better than these fuckers. It was like, it was uh, maybe even even if I can't do better, I'm not gonna be you know upstaged as badly. So I go there, um, you know, on November 14th, I believe it was, to do my my first one, and I had, uh, and I I went like fourth, fifth, or sixth, one of those, and. There was actually it was it was like downstairs. It's normally upstairs, but it was in this like you know really like restauranty kind of area. It's got it had like booths and and all that. But um, mm-hmm. uh, I was pretty nervous. I got there, uh, signed up, answered the uh the prompt at this uh particular open mic. There's a prompt like every time you like sign your name, there's like a question for you to answer for the most part. Mm-hmm. And um, that time it's like what's your favorite like all, like fall activity? And mine was like playing hockey with like a sad face because you know i don't there's no hockey to play in virginia and you're in the wrong state minnesota's a big oh yeah you guys got the wild big hockey state my town is a big hockey town yeah a lot of i actually have a class of went to he plays for the um i cannot remember if he's a he's on an nfl not nfl oh sorry nhl team i'll have to to figure out i'll literally find it but i but yeah, I uh, so I like go and it's like my time to go up and I've I've never had like a big public speaking issue. Like I'll get like a little nervous sometimes, but I had to do it so much in school and like my parents would like encourage me to do it. So I've like mostly mm-hmm. over it. I handle it better than most people. And I go up there and have like two kind of bits that um, like one of them it pretty much entirely came from like just like me just like talking to Nico on Discord one day and I started off like. It was just like, oh, hey, uh, oh, it's me. I'm Brendan. This is my first time doing this. And um, I was like, yeah, one of my favorite comedians said, when you first start, it's uh, it's like five years where you're just bombing like every single time. And I was like, well, luckily you guys only have to deal with that for five minutes or like blah, 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 whatever I said. And they're like, okay, good. Like they're because, you know, they all want me to do well when I'm there and I'm like doing it for the first time ever. Um. They're like, oh yeah, because you know, all most of the audience there is just people that are going up and like doing their bits like afterwards, and you know, and if they're there doing bits, that means they have bombed badly before because it's just going to happen. And they're like, oh, you know, hopefully it doesn't go too badly for him is what they're thinking about me. So I go up and told the joke about uh, the uh, goal celebrations, um. And like you oh, know, the, pointing the up to Jesus, one. yeah, religious goal yeah. celebrations, and um, and I transitioned that into the death penalty one, where it was like, oh yeah, everybody on the Epstein Island should probably get the death penalty, except maybe the kids. That was the joke, <laughs> and then yeah. yeah, that's a pretty good one. I yeah. like that one. I, well, yeah, that's why I put it in there because like that was you were the one who who 
pointed that out after I said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the, the, except maybe the kids is yeah. like a good little punchline, yeah. And then uh, after that, like I the had ambiguity. The, it's like yeah. maybe the kids still deserve the death penalty, but <laughs> yeah, except maybe the kids. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if there's yeah. a separate court for that. Yeah, but then uh, people are like dog fighting outside or something. Um, whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I'm curious. Sorry, but uh, uh, so then after that, it was the bit with the um, uh, the the Trump. Uh, the, the, like, Republican phone call to, like, my grandmom's house. Because um, I was talking about how, like, Trump was on Epstein Island, and then it was like, yeah, somebody called from when I was at my grandmom's house, and they asked if, uh, you know, we were going to be voting for, you know, Donald Trump again. Because they, call- they were calling for her. It wasn't like, it was my house. But I answered and was, like, being shitty and was like, yeah, this is Maryland. And <laughs> uh, they're like, no, it's not. It was like, yes, it is. And they're like, well, are you going to be voting for Donald Trump? I was like, no. And I was like, well, he was on that, like, Epstein Island. That's probably why. And I was like, and I asked the lady on the phone if there's anything that she could think of, like, more evil than, like, what was going on on there. And she was like, well, I think what Hitler did with the Jews in Auschwitz was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and in real life, because this all happened to me in real life, and in real life I was just like, yeah, well, I'm not going to be voting for Hitler either. And that, and that was the end of the conversation. But then... <laughs> oh, my God. So then when I was writing it out, I was like, yeah, but I feel like that's too much, like, appeal to the, like, liberal, like, kind of, like, mm-hmm. trans, so like, demographic. Too on the nose. It was yeah. too They're on the like, nose. like, oh, my God. And yes. it was real. Like, I wasn't making yeah. anything up slay but yeah yes yes queen <laughs> smash the patriarchy but uh that's like the yeah so yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. instead i changed it uh so i i say that i i you know after i say that everybody always reacts it was like oh jesus christ like after you know i tell the part where she says that but then i'll say like well she was right <laughs> and then uh i'll say and that's why i haven't voted nazi ever again since that election <laughs> so that's what i that was the the first set that i ever did and that's, it went i feel like it's not that bad yeah no it went bad. it went super well and people kept coming up to me afterwards they're like wow bro you did really good you should do it and i was like oh thanks and they're like yo come to this one tomorrow they kept telling me and i went to the one the next day the complete opposite i said like oh, most of the same no. stuff it went really badly and it was just this shit. We were in this, uh, this like attic basically at this bar, like this upstairs, like cramped fucking area. And instead of being like two rum and cokes in, um, like an energy drink in, and I'm like tweaking and shaking up. Yeah, you're like jittery. <laughs> yeah, I like. I'm like, damn. Yeah. They they think I look nervous right now, but I'm just cracked, uh, and um, I'm just ready to to play some melee up here. And they're just looking at me like, oh man, this guy looks looks really nervous. Uh, but I go up and uh, I got flustered immediately because um, I told the host that it was my second time doing it, but I planned on um, uh, telling the audience also. I planned on telling the audience that it was going to be my first time or second. I forget. I had like a joke planned for that. It was that like I was gonna you were going to like tell the audience it was your first time, knowing that there was like repeat yes. viewers yeah. as an inside joke. Yeah, yeah, that's what right, it was. Right. And I was like, I was yeah, just like, yeah. say I was just like farming applause or something for that. And but then he he just called me up and said uh, it's his second time doing it. I was just like, fuck. Oh, I was going to so like, fucking no. shit up, f- uh, and I'm just up there going like. Uh, 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 and then, yeah yeah fucks up your like first bit uh, so i'm like fuck yeah. what was i uh shit and then uh i go do the same bit nobody's laughing and i point at somebody who's 
like uh, who saw me the day before and said good things to me. It was just like you know this is going worse than yesterday. And then and I and she's just like no, don't worry, you're doing fine. And that made it way worse. And then <laughs> I said like oh I'm not I'm not gonna be like a quiet bomb or whatever quiet like sad bomb up here. I'm going out like Kramer. I said that. <laughs> Do you know about the Kramer incident, Hoppy, from Seinfeld, mm-hmm. that guy? The Kramer oh, from Seinfeld. God. I know who this, Kramer is. He has this infamous what. bit where he was bombing doing a stand-up or something. Yeah. And he started freaking out, like, calling people the N-word. Yeah, yeah, hard R-ing on Oh, my God, stage. I didn't know about this. Yeah, he went at, like, insane. At a very famous venue, too. It's like yeah, a very the Laugh famous Factory, vi- wasn't it? Yeah, the, yeah, it's the Laugh Factory. And he's just on stage, like, saying the N-word. Saying, calling people the hard R, like, in the front row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Kramer from Seinfeld. He's like, look, there's yeah, yeah, a... Yeah. yeah, he's going ballistic. So I yeah, said so, I'm going yeah. out like Kramer. And then yeah. I doubled down on the Trump being on the Epstein Island part. And this is as I'm already bombing. And I started doing a Trump bit. Uh, of an impression of Trump hitting on the 14-year-olds at the Epstein Island. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. For the record, I plus one this bit because I yeah. thought it was really funny. It's very edgy, but I thought it was very funny. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah. Uh, so I did that. And then, Can you give uh, us a taste of the of what that would sound like? I, what I went up with, I, so that was the other thing. So maybe I was there with enough comics where they knew I was also just ripping off a Shane Gillis impression where I said, like, what a beautiful 14-year-old that is. I walked in, I said, wow, that's a beautiful 14-year-old. And <laughs> that's what I did, and nobody liked it. And yeah, nobody fucking liked it. No, I got nothing <laughs> off that. I was like, all right. And then uh, I just I just went on finished my my shtick and then uh and then after that show I sat around for the rest of it and I was there so that uh and I was there again with my my ex at the time who was my ex at that point but she was driving me around because I was having car issues and she recorded that one she didn't record the first one because it's like oh, I'm probably gonna suck oh no I was like oh, I'm yeah, probably so, gonna suck don't record yeah, it yeah so she recorded and you she recorded doing the horrible. second one doing terrible and I still have... went no yeah. <laughs> I ha- so I have that on video. I haven't shown a soul. No, I've I've watched it. I made I her delete it. it. That's like the shit that you hide away and then like. In it's like on my years. Google Drive. Yeah. It's like a hidden relic that you don't even find out. But yeah. maybe when the time yeah. comes. I took like two weeks off after that, and then I came back. Yeah, before I I say anything else, I'm gonna take another break. I gotta use the bathroom. Okay. One one more break. I'll come back. I'll go. I'll chronicle the rest of this and then I'll, I'll, I'll we'll wrap it up I feel like we've got to touch on Lana Del Rey at least briefly <laughs> I love Lana All right. what do we need to talk about alright I'll be back okay, okay. Sagittarius. yeah I'm a Sagittarius yeah we have two Sags in here wow and... yeah, that, 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 that's up. important Sagging it up my Sagina is what thinking about this ah that Sagusi well, you know, Sagittarius are supposed to be good at conversation, supposedly. I look so, so do centaurs? So, like, d- real talk. Like, you know, they're half man, half horse, or whatever. <laughs> Is there genitalia of horses or I'm of fucked up humans? that I've been recording all this, man. <laughs> have you been or have you not been? I have been. Okay, oh. perfect. Perfect. I'm just curious. I, you know, I'm, I, like, you know, I... I don't know these kind of things. They are real. Well, I know, but like, <laughs> if there were to be like an encyclopedia of mythical creatures, how would they portray? It? I'm sure there is. You know what? I bet Leonardo da Vinci had something, you know, written about this. Mm-hmm. Or you know, there's some lost media of some ancient civilization. You think oh in God, like Lord of the Rings, they have a, a Kama Sutra for every single species? 
do they? Wait, are you asked? Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like saying like, did you know? I haven't no, seen I the Lord know. of the Rings. I'm not a. I'm a. I'm a really uncultured kind of person. I, I. I. There's like two things I do, and it's I either watch Real Housewives or I drink. So you know, <laughs> Those are the... just I don't have a lot going on in my life. So Fuck and yeah. Lord of the Rings is not one of them. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Well, so. So yeah. So then after that bomb, I oh yeah, yeah back <laughs> to the up. Yeah. <laughs> after I fucking bombed badly, uh, and then sat there for the entire open mic. Well, so the the other thing is, so it was bad, but it wasn't. Um, so what made it better is that everybody, almost everybody who went up, bombed pretty bad. Okay. So uh, you're on a, you're all on an even playing field. So I went up point. and sucked ass, but everybody else sucked ass too. The host wasn't doing well. Nobody who went up was. There was one guy who was on cocaine. The host fucks up. There was Perfect. one guy who See, was on cocaine who who screamed at all of us, and we all died. We were like dying laughing. <laughs> he was just freaking out. He was this guy coked out who's flip losing his shit, and we we all loved him. <laughs> But uh, kudos to him. Yeah. Other than that, we all did bad. And I, uh, so then I took some time off. Um, I came back. I had some new shit uh written that I was thinking of doing, and I went back to the venue that I did the first time. And uh, this time, you know, by this point, I have my my car fixed and everything. And I go up there, and I have new stuff that I'm gonna try to get through. But uh, now the idea is like. I have, like, these two bits that I know have worked before that I can fall back on if I, like, don't know what to say. So that was my plan. Mm-hmm. And I went up there and started doing my thi- – well, no, at the uh, at the meeting with all the, the, you know, people that are going up there to do it, all the comics, uh, you know. But um, uh, they say, okay, so we don't have a ton of people today, so you all get seven minutes, which is, like, before that I've barely, barely – I've, like, not even made it to the five-minute, like, limit before at like either of the two that i did and now i have seven minutes and i'm like oh well shit i guess i gotta do all of them like all of the bits that i have i need to go for now so i went through the stuff that has already worked before and they both did like fairly well i think Mm -hmm. i barely even remember um but then i started going through the new stuff and i what was the first i forget what the first one was was it the affirmation (laughs) affirmation Affirmation, maybe that sounds the right word. Sorry, what's the what's the ebony one? No, no, no. That's that that was a recent one I came up with. No. Okay, okay. Uh, I forget what the uh what the first one was. I might oh, have was taken... it stalking stalking. No, no, no. That was the closer. That was the closer. <laughs> that was my. That I don't, I don't was my. I, told Ho- I don't think I told Hoppy about that. If no. Mm. About that. So I I'm trying to remember what the first bit was. The first bit worked well though. It worked. Um, it might have been. Was it the energy drink one? Bang Energy Grandma? No. So the, the Bang Energy drink bit didn't uh, exist back then. So, I, again, I forget what my first – oh, no, it was the Wife Swap one. I talked oh, about – Oh, God. Yeah, no, Wait, I talked Hoppy, about Wife Hoppy, Swap. Do you, know about, do you know about Black White? I think I showed no, – no, 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 no. no this, this, had nothing to do, this had nothing to do with Black White. Oh, oh, this was before no, Black, Black White's White a new transition. One. Black White's a new yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, but, no, this was just Wife Swap, and I was just talking about, like, beating kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, uh, I don't know. My sister did casting for Wife Swap, fun fact. Yeah. Well, I was talking about how, as a kid, when I would watch Wife Swap, I'd always root for the kids to get beaten. (laughs) Damn. And, yeah. So, maybe I should try that one again. 
But because I tried it one more time after that, it didn't work at all. And then I tried the black white one, and it worked okay the first time. And the second time, it didn't go well at all. And so I, I'm at fifty percent on anything you know reality TV related. But then uh, the second bit was actually the prototype before for the Bang Energy one, and that was the one that didn't really work um, because I fucked it up like delivering it, and I and I was up there, you know however many minutes in to the set saying like oh shit I fucked this one up let me try it again and, and then I fucked it up again I was like oh, fuck it let me try one more time and then, and then I did it and then I don't know maybe it was pity laughs or whatever but then it, people were on board for it and that was before I had the bang energy bit and then I went for the whole uh, the fucking taxi driver one about with like stalking uh, the girl online and that one went well oh I forgot the most important <laughs> part was uh, the prompt was if uh, Halloween has the Great Pumpkin, and Christmas has Santa Claus. Then what should Thanksgiving have? Because it was a little before Thanksgiving, and mm -hmm. I went up and said the turkey from Thanksgiving. Like that was my answer, and the host read it. And I went up and grabbed the mic and yelled, "Nice tits, bitch!" Like at the like <gasps> very loudly, at everybody in the room, and that that was how I opened, and that went that actually went surprisingly well. <laughs> and. and, and but then the, the fucking COVID guy at the end was the only one who talked to me after that set. And then he was saying, like, oh, I liked when you said, show me your tits. It was like, I didn't even, I don't know if you're disrespect, <laughs> if you're, like, applauding me or, like, shitting on me right now. But then, uh. Poppy, do you know about Thanksgiving? Mm-mm. Oh, uh, it's sent a gift. Yeah, it's just a like a, It's just like a movie about a, it's like a horror movie about a turkey <gasps> that kills people on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yeah, and, and he, he kills says this, nice tits, bitch. Yeah, yeah to this pilgrim that. with her boobs no, he out, and then hits her yeah, with yeah, a yeah, hatchet. In the, in the yeah. first like five minutes of the movie, he kills this pilgrim that has her tits. He's out. like, nice tits, bitch, and then kills her. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard of this movie. No, it's so, very silly. But yeah, I went up and and did I did my you know thirty second bit on thanks killing, and then went into it, and I filled up the entire seven minute mark, like uh like you know frame. And I got the light and everything. I was like, yo, let's fucking go. And then I, I was super proud of that one. And then I had a bunch of shitty ones. And then uh, I had another one where I took a break for a while, for like a, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, a week, two weeks. And then um, came back and did a bunch more new shit. And it all went right, well right. again. Um, where that time I was talking about, I did like the breakup bit with like, uh, thank you, next. I did the... Um, uh, I did the gaslighting myself into believing the earth is flat, which nobody liked, and I never tried again. <laughs> Conceptually, that is a very funny It's a bit. funny idea. It sounds funnier when you say it, but I was like, I was at work, and some I feel girl... like that's most of your jokes is, like, very funny out of context. <laughs> it's like, well, there was this girl I worked with who was like, hey, Brendan, do you think the earth is as old as they say it is? <laughs> Just randomly, no context. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how old the world is. I'm just like, yeah, it's however old they say it is. And they're like, I was like, yeah, man, because, you know, I believe in, you know, whatever the general consensus is. And I don't think there's anything, you know, to cover up or hide with that. And then I was like, yeah, you know, I have faith in carbon dating. And then, like, the more I thought about it, it's like I'm just spouting off all these things that I've learned in school. I don't know how the fuck any of it works. And I was like, you know, fuck it. Maybe the world is flat, man. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was the idea. But I couldn't translate that to just talking to people just, like, cold open. Like first bit I did, <laughs> like yeah, just talking yeah, yeah. to people, being like, you know, fucking like, uh, uh, <laughs> the fucking Earth is flat. Yeah. No. So like, you know what yeah. that reminds me of is I used to go to this church camp every oh, year God. with my friend, 
Is that where yeah. the gay conversion therapy started? Yeah, no. yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's where the first steps um started. Actually, no, I did get clocked there for being Catholic. It was not a cat. Okay, this is getting ahead of myself, but um, I so it was like it for the majority of like seventy five percent of the camp experience was like a a summer <sighs> camp. Like you know, it was the normal. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just generic summer camp. Yeah, 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 but it was also a it was technically non-denominational so it was technically non-denominational however it was some like evangelical group that you know ran it but you know they were very like very general it was a very general like message like it wasn't like kill yourself by putting a fucking like rolling like a curling iron in your mouth or oh my god that i my favorite yeah, death was the, about a little mine bit. my favorite death was the uh hand in the blender that shit was a little too <laughs> <wacky for me. laughs> the fat kid sticks his head in the blender and that was himself. that was insane yeah. that was insane. death by fucked up hand so that's like one thing me and nico will forever bond over is that movie because when we went out no it wasn't when we went out it was the first night there in yeah, the Vegas, first night met. in Vegas, we, we stayed up for. Unfriended. We were waiting. We were waiting for a friend to show up because she had a later flight, and you know she was up, and we were like, "Well, we're up. Like, let's you know, we smoked a bit. We were drinking. So we're like, do you guys want to watch a movie or something?'" And so we put on a movie. And how did what, we I've, even choose Unfriended? It was just I have Netflix? no idea. I think I think we were like we were like should we watch something like scary like what. What what should we do? And and we watch Unfriended, right? We're literally all in the middle of nowhere too. Like this is not our house. This is not our town. We're literally staring at staying. You guys at a fucking watched Airbnb. Unfriended like online on Discord with each other. No, no, we watched it. We watched Unfriended. We Vegas. watched Unfriended two online. We also watched. Uh, yeah, 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 we yeah, also yeah, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did with other people. You guys watched like, Wish Upon with each other, didn't you? Wish, Wish Upon? No. Didn't you watch Wish Upon with somebody? With that, that wasn't me. Know. Let me look up Wish Upon. Scott. Yes, that was a different group watch. You that was fuckers. a different Hoppy was not a part of Wish Upon. Hoppy would love Wish Upon. God damn. The three of us should watch Wish Upon. Calm down, dude. Well, watch, I've seen that movie because of two or three times. I watched that. Oh man, I watched that Why with Miranda last. So wholesome. It sounds so wholesome. Uh, no, you would love Wish Upon Hoppy. It's a, it's a scary movie. You would love it. I I don't okay. want to spoil that punchline. I can't say. It. I will. No. no, no, no. That movie Mother was not scary at all. That shit was shit It was, was lit. I love that movie. It, it had it had a really I I I wish it went in a different direction towards the I, end you didn't like the way Yeah, I think they had they had something really good going. Like it was a little too I don't mean this in like a bad way, I guess. It was a little too artistic for like what they were trying to get at. And yeah. like that's not a bad thing. But like it Sounds like you think it's a bad thing. I just think it's it fine mixed, if you think it's a bad thing. It mixed. I don't think it was a bad movie. I think it was just. I think the ending. The ending is what made me the man most because I think they had a lot of really interesting depictions and like, um, it was. It, I wanted it to be something different. I guess watching it, it was. It had me on edge. Like I was like, "What is this? It was so stressful." Like you know, it was. But it's. The ending was like it was a little like I was like okay like this seems like an easy cop out to be like this is the metaphor for this and like or whatever like 
yeah. I, I like the I like the like these are real people and this is like some like fucked up insidious shit that I have to think about for like the rest of the night. Like that didn't do it for me. Yeah, What's you didn't like me you, Yeah, you didn't like that it was like, oh, this is supposed to be a depiction of X and yeah, Y. You'd and prefer it, it to be like, more of like a kind of like real scenario. Yeah. Not real, but like just like something more ambiguous? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. I feel like they didn't really leave it ambiguous at the end. I mean, they kind of did until you were like, okay, it, things were a little like obvious, like the biblical depictions and shit. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, that was a little too obvious. Like, but I, I don't think they instituted a bad thing. I think I think it had very compelling moments, and it it generally was was one of those movies where I was like, what is going on? Like, I'm so like intrigued, but then it just got so wacky. Mm -hmm. It got so like. The climax was just a little too over the top for me to like get drawn in because it was just it came out of left field a little bit but you know i think that's just it's how you interpret a movie like that because it is pretty um not avant-garde but it is a pretty ambiguous not ambiguous but it's 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 one of those like movies experimental that experimental yeah. movie yeah it was like it's it is it's a very different movie and like i I'm like I like closures from my movies. I don't really like mm -hmm. being left up in the air. I think there are movies though, especially horror. The horror genre is notorious for doing shit like that. Like they there's a lot of hidden references or like very specific things that if you don't know anything about them, like you're probably not going to understand anything about the movie. Like yeah, a lot of horror movies are like I I, I don't know about almost a lot, like but gatekeeping are... like like they like expect the audience to know like what these references would yeah. be. Yeah, I and feel like, like I, I kind of agree with that. Like a good handful of them do that. I like, feel like even like Hereditary did that, right? But like I, I knew when like you know like not to be super spoilery, but like when they like showed a certain name of a certain like biblical demon or whatever, I was like, oh, I recognize that. Like I know what. Like I'm like okay, this is getting interesting now because this is like putting some mythology into uh -huh. you know the movie that I wasn't expecting. And like that's what made the movie really interesting to me because I I like I like that kind of stuff well, I like, but that's that's a that's a that's a that's things like your audience won't probably pick up on if you if you're just if you're catering towards a general yeah. audience when it comes to a horror movie or like a scary movie, you can't expect them to know these obscure references. And well, I feel like writers do sum that a little too much. We're approaching Joe Rogan podcast territory, so <laughs> let me. Let me just get this like last bomb. Well, I'm just gonna teleport, uh, just time travel to the future. So, because I want Hoppy to know about me angering the LGBTQ I, I, community. Briefly, <gasps> might have mentioned this to Hoppy. Oh no. The most recent. Uh, so I'm right now in, uh, towards the tail end of uh, my most recent break that I normally take after I do really badly at one of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, so after the second one I did, I took like a, a week or two break. After uh, one I did, the one I, uh, well, I did like th two or three in December. After the one I did in December where I did really badly, which I'm not even going to fucking get into, um, I took uh, a little less than a month off after that. And then uh, now I've been taking a break after the uh, one I did, not last Monday, the Monday before that, um, where I went up so... And I was doing them pretty consistently for a while. I did uh, four, I think, in the month of January. Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was about like one a week. And um, I had been going with my friend from work who goes to all of them and bombs badly uh, over <laughs> and over again. Um, and he 
like hasn't he's like the homie and he's a cool dude and i just i do i genuinely think he's just like a funny guy to have around uh for one way or, like well for one reason or another but he has not displayed in his uh times like on the mic uh an understanding of just like how to do that and uh so he's been like his first time going up i remember like i didn't even expect him to do it i like kind of half i like jokingly said oh yeah you should try it too because he was coming out to like see me do it basically mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he goes up and uh has the microphone and he's just like yeah so i take the bus to work you know and he just starts going off just talking about things and has no idea – has no punchline or any payoff to, like, anything he's saying. So he's just saying, like, yeah, right, right. I bought this jock jacket. It was $70. It's got a rip in it. And, like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just, like, holding everybody hostage, basically. And we're all just, like – he's like, yeah, it's my first time doing this. He just talks about nothing for, like, five minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, but he went up, and he's been doing it, and uh, I feel like he's honestly – like his reception has gotten worse with each time. I don't. I'm not saying that he's gotten worse, but each time the reaction's kind of gotten worse. And, right, right. Uh, but you know, when I normally go, I try to be in like the four to like seven range when I uh, when I go up. But uh, the last few times, I must have gotten there a little late. So like the earliest I could go to this most recent open mic, like in the order, was like fifteenth, and. So there were a ton of people on before me, and most uh, everybody had already, like, left by the time I even go up there. And I'm trying to remember what bits I even wanted to do, because I wanted to try new stuff. And I, I, I want to, you know, try at least something new every time I'm up there and, uh, you know, keep coming up with more new shit. And then, you know, worry about, you know, flattening out some of the, uh, you know, ironing out some of the other things that have worked in the past, like, you know, later, basically. And I went up and started talking... Like I said, uh, oh yeah, I'm from up north, but I don't feel comfortable sharing where. And the joke was that I'm wearing a Philadelphia Eagles like hoodie and hat that were like clearly visible. So like people laughed at that. And then afterwards, I started shitting on people for having a southern accent. And, <laughs> <laughs> Calm down there, Bucko. Yeah, so I was like shitting on. You know, I was just basically saying that people up north are freaked out by you know people from the south, and. Uh, I used an anecdote about my friends and I who were trick-or-treating and some woman from like halfway behind us like down the street opened up her door and yelled, y'all trick-or-treaters want some candy. And <laughs> we all agreed that she was going to try to rape us. <laughs> <laughs> and this did not translate well, really, uh, oh, when no. I was saying it. Uh, when I was yeah, saying it in front of all these say, people, yeah, you're on the mic saying this, and people are just like, "What the?" People fuck are, are like, "Like about? that? That was this was like the beginning of the end." And people are like, "Ooh," and <laughs> <laughs> so I said that, and uh, then I was just like, "Yeah, fuck, uh, you know." And <laughs> if your audience was just me and Hoppy, you would be killing. I would time. be, but I, then I feel the, like we love we, we love those kind of. But stuff. the next bit after that was I went back to the black white bit. Which I had told the uh, week prior, and yeah, it tell went. Tell that one to Hoppy because Hoppy knows about black white. Uh, yeah. So, ba- oh, yeah. so, so I, I had this like wife swap bit that I did where I was just like, yeah. So I was watching Wife Swap XD, and uh, <laughs> and it's and it sucks. And but I've combined it in with this other bit that I was kind of like thinking about, like you know, just like nostalgia for the two thousands. But then I, um, and I 
and it, it that's just like a genuine thing that like you know i feel and like that's like not you know necessarily that funny but then i was like okay so the funny comes in with black white that's where the funny comes from because black white is very funny it's it just, is it's, its existence is very funny so and then i was like okay i connected all the dots we got wife swap we got uh the 2000s we got black white it's all coming together and when i first told it the the week prior there were people inside that were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because the way I prefaced it was saying like, oh, yeah, all those 2000s, you know, 2000s, uh, you know, but in uh, relations between like black and white people were like, I don't know. I feel like it was I, I what did I say? I don't know if I said it was like better back then. I feel like there was more um, uh, crossover between what you would call white culture and black culture because, you know, everybody still liked Eminem and Ice-T had a fucking heavy metal band and uh, and then you had those shows like Wife Swap, and every once in a while they would switch the fucking like white wife and the black wife like with each other's families, and yeah, yeah. And then I said like, I wonder what it would be like if you just swapped the entire family, but you just made everybody wear makeup. <laughs> right, right. And then, yeah. and yeah, then because I because you 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 like make it seem like this show doesn't already yeah exist. like it was just yeah. my idea, and I and then like I just came up with it, and people were like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> and then I'm like, "Okay, yeah, so that uh, that's actually already a thing that happened in the 2000s, and it you know, and it won an Emmy, and it was produced by Ice Cube, and then <laughs> Nico gave me the tag award-winning blackface, which yeah, because black white because it, it won an award for for for, uh, makeup. for makeup. It's literally true." <laughs> So I didn't tell that yeah. the first time. And then the second time I go, and it was di- it was a little dicey the first time. And I did bomb on the rest of my bits that I tried. I didn't do well that, that week. And then the next week I go and I'm like, all right, let's do this shit. And I, so I, I already, I have the intro, which goes fine. I have the first bit, which is like, you said the R word. And then, uh, uh, and I start doing the black white one and people are like, no, and then, <laughs> And people aren't liking it at all. And then I do the award-winning blackface tag at the end of it, and nobody is there for it. And nobody <laughs> oh, likes it. Oh, no. So I'm just up there like, ah, oh, fuck it, man. I thought that was fucking funny. And people and people were like, this guy sucks. And I'm, like, up there, like, sort of like, oh, God, man, this is going bad. And I, like, looked at the host. It was like, how much time I got left? And someone yelled too much from the back. <laughs> I think I told Hoppy that, how, like, you d- I'm pretty sure, Hoppy, I told you how Crows was, like, doing stand-up the other week, and then, like... Oh, yeah, yeah I remember. They yelled yeah, too so. much, and I was like, yeah, yeah, ah. Yeah. And then, so then, uh, and then I was, like, looking around, and I was like, damn, what the hell else am I gonna say? Like, what's the, what's the last part of this bit? Like, what, like, because I wanted to just run away at that point. I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, everybody hates me up here. And, uh, you know, it's not like I can really salvage it because they're like this fucking idiot talking about like fucking. Oh, no, I talked about the gay icon Babadook. That's what I did. Babadook? Wait, oh, Babadook? I talked about the... the movie The Babadook. Yeah, like the horror movie or whatever. Yeah, because uh, years ago it got accidentally put in the LGBTQ section. No, on Netflix. I didn't, I didn't... It did. And I started talking about how that's like you know kind of funny it's like oh people were you know saying like the gay the babadook was a gay icon but i was like i just think that's kind of more offensive to gay people that you know the the literally if you if you look up babadook and then go to image results two two of the top like eight results are like gay icon babadook (laughs) but i'm up there and i'm up there talking about the babadook and i'm like yeah it's you know they want to attribute the babadook as some gay icon but you know he he comes in and starts terrorizing this family after the death of their father figure and (laughs) 
and then, and then just like it, it's just bomb, just bombing up there. I've been bombing for minutes already, and I'm like, yeah. And then the fucking gays, and and you know, and then they trap it in the basement and feed it worms. <laughs> just saying shit like that, and I'm like, how much time I got? They're like, get the fuck out of here. Damn. And I'm like. And then I was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, oh, I can't. and then I started, and then I started off another bit that I didn't even finish, but I was like, as a white man. And everybody grows. They're like, no. <laughs> yes, the best way to start a bit when you're already doing no, that already doing as a bad. white man. I'm like, yeah, so I'm like, as a white man. And like that was like the only time where I was just like, pause for reaction. And then it's actually true. And it was just all negative reaction. And then uh, I was like, and then I started telling a joke about uh, because I'm white, I need to be friends with somebody from every other demographic. But where I slack on it is with disabled people. (laughs) 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 So I started trying to befriend blind people and uh, I started and people were like, I was getting fucking booed off stage at this point i didn't even finish the joke but the joke was i'll tell it eventually but the joke was gonna be like bringing blind people to like best buy self-checkout and just giving them things and telling them it's one thing when it's not just being like yeah go buy this and it's just actually just something more expensive and then (laughs) taking them to the people shoplift (laughs) yeah making blind people shoplift and then taking them well then also taking the same blind friend to the beach and replacing their walking stick with a metal detector and letting them go to see what they find for me (laughs) (laughs) so that was that was the that was where that joke was going to go if I didn't just that's, get the fuck I, out of I, there. I, I love that joke. That's a, that's uh, a good I don't one. I don't know how I'd recover. I like I feel like stand up is so fucking hard. Like I am yeah, I'm very no, much I, more I, I, an improv person. Like I say shit on the fly. I it's so much easier for me to just like I can't do. I cannot. I can't. I, I like I would have such a hard time. I would flop. I'd be like this is like I'd walk myself. I'd be like all right guys. I, yeah. I can't do. Shit. Dude, yeah, that was that was the last time I did it, and I've taken some time. I've been writing more since then. I have some. I got more in the chamber to uh, to go with. Plus, I've just been forcing myself to write terrible one-liners like every day, just so I get a better feel for it. Um, he needs a gold Goldberg. Wow, Joe Goldberg to his back, Nico. <laughs> yeah, we've we've been you watching are, this this show recently. Back, no, don't be back, cause don't be back. We don't like Beck. But yeah, I, uh, cause the goal is to, um, get a recording of myself doing a good set, good five minutes where it goes well. And then I can submit that to this, um, to this other place. Um, because there's a, an open mic at like a legit comedy club in the city and you need to have like a, you know, audio or like video recording of yourself so that people like stood up and clapped for you well it's not even just that it's just to show that like you this is something that you do basically yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> well that and it's like you can rewatch it and kind of like more accurately mm-hmm. analyze like what went wrong or what did well oh uh, it's like how you nerds like use metal to record your games yeah yeah, yeah exactly a hundred percent like that couldn't be me is there a, should i just hit stop recording right now Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to hang out and play Melee for a while about. before D&D. 
Oh yeah, you've got D and D in one hour. Forty five like, minutes. Yeah. Forty five minutes. Oh, yeah. I've I, I haven't I played D and D once and it was like. Who'd you play D and D with? Ago? Uh, my best friend's sister and her husband. He was the, um, master, whatever it's called, game Dungeon master. master yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it's funny because he he is not normally a um, he's very emotionless. He's very uh. Normally when we hang out, he's just very like he's just like I don't want to be here. I don't like hanging out with these type of people. Like he's just very like that's a little. He uh... likes his friends and but he was he was so into this D and D campaign. He was having the time of his fucking life. He was so like willing to role play with us. And we were we were not taking this seriously. We were playing. We were being dumb. My character's name was Jisha. Um, she was a bard, and uh, she was like against like what i don't remember what happened but i was like oh my god guys please i don't want you to kill this little bird or something like that like i was being just this, this annoying menace like the whole time yeah. like i was role-playing as this annoying ass bitch who like <laughs> it was really funny and then i like i'm like i was just being an annoying piece of shit the entire time because i wasn't taking it seriously at all but he was so into it he didn't care he was just fun he was just happy that we were playing with him and i'm like damn that was fun i would do that shit all over again but i don't know i don't know if it's been a while, but they they yeah. do it regularly. They're like they have like you know dedicated campaigns that they've been doing for like however long they've been doing it with whatever group they play with. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't see it as a joke, but it is fun just to like not take it. You know, I'm not a serious person. Right, right. So like when I play games like that, I'm like, the fact that someone who is serious is having this much fun with me was like, mm-hmm. I was inspired. I've been uh. I've been like flirting with the idea of kind of abandoning the D and D campaign that I've been in. So with uh your your like IRL friends uh-huh. slash PlayStation Four Rocket League friends. Right? Yeah, it's uh so basically I was friends with uh so in high school I had we had a really really close like tight knit group of friends and then you know after high school you know people kind of slowly go their own separate ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I've, you know, made my efforts to stay, you know, on at least good terms with everybody. But uh, there's uh, the the route that I went and then, like, the route that, like, you know, kind of like the PS4 guys went, which I was, you know, a central figure in that, um, you know, when I was. And then, you know, around the time I got into Rivals, uh, you know, that changed. And I, uh, you know, I got into Rivals and then Neo is a thing. And, you know, that's why I'm mm-hmm. here right now. Um but so I I was like so now I'm uh basically a, a an alt right 4chan person compared to all of the <laughs> PS4 friends, and I don't mesh in as well with them as as I used to. And some of that is me changing. Some of that is them changing because uh, or... it's it's funny you say that. I gotta like cut you off because there's a couple of times where I'm like, yeah, Crows is rebranding his podcast, and Hoppy's like, oh god, is he like an alt right podcaster? Yeah. <laughs> Johnson Holmes. Johnson Holmes is yeah. This is an so alt right the, uh... podcast, like neo Nazi podcast. Yes. Thank you, thank you for joining our neo Nazi mm. podcast, Hoppy. So I'm, okay, I, have, well, I don't want to. You're say, the only one in neo. Up. So I don't. You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> But I, I no, wanted. so you know that uh, the Johnson Homes is on the political uh, compass. So you know the the diagram of like there's the political compass, and then there's like a yeah, pyramid yeah. extending upwards from it. That's the Johnson Homes at the very top of the pyramid. A pyramid? I don't know about pyramid. Wait, are we the are we, are we the so, the? I know the political compass. There's like the one where it's like the top right is like the uh, it's like the crazy like like far right leaning. 
It's like we're like the swastika, like extending yes. past the top right corner. Uh, you, that, those are your words. You're the one talking about neo Nazis and the swastika. I'm the one talking about. You know what I've talked about? I've talked about getting laughs out of the LGBTQ community. I've talked about giving life insurance to impoverished black neighborhoods. I've, yeah, yeah, you're. These you're are the all things from my life. life. I've talked about the only, the only. Uh, I've, I've, I even tried I'm my best with that. I'm the one pushing uh, the agenda of of this podcast further and further right. It's leaning. true. I have this alt right <laughs> Mexican American. He's from Texas. Uh, yeah, I am from, from Texas. Texas. <laughs> I mean, Nico did tell me he wanted to get a tattoo of um Greg Abbott on his. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's my exact. We uh, uh, we should get a. I I gotta get my tattoo. Oh, Greg Abbott. I'm gonna get a AFI lyrics tattooed on my ribs. AFI. That's uh, a a band. Well, what what's the name of the band? Is a it just AFI? AFI. Oh, it's. I thought it was like an acronym for some. Like, oh, it is, American but it's gay. Country. It's gay. Yeah. <laughs> like the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> what's the name of the band? A fire inside. Oh, that's yeah. pretty gay. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's they're all my favorite. Really they're all my favorite bands, though. They're not too bad. Yeah, I like AFI. Wait, we haven't talked about Lana Del Rey, Nico. Oh, oh fuck, like, yeah. Lana Del Rey. Hit record, dude. hit record again. I've been recording, oh. dude. Where, Wait, I told you. Did I know we stopped recording. No, yeah, bro. Nico, you're the one you're who's going, You're getting canceled, bucko. You're getting canceled for last way, episode. You're getting canceled for this episode. We're going to Washington, D.C. We're going to Oklahoma, South Carolina, and then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. <laughs> Have you seen that video? I don't. It's like the girls being interviewed, like why she's there, and at that she's like, "We're gonna storm the Capitol!" Woo-hoo! Get shot today. She's like crying. <laughs> Have you not seen that video? No, I don't think so. Oh my God! Wait, she's like an icon. Like it's it's so funny. Like, like <laughs> she, I, her and she, Miley Cyrus, the top two gay icons. She is. She is. She is iconic. Like I'm not even kidding. Like I'm like you know what? You're the one Capitol writer I would want to hang out with. I, um, no, I can on. think of a few. <laughs> that guy, that shaman guy, he seemed chill. They had the interview with him. Redacted interviewed him. Redacted. Uh, oh, yeah. Callahan, yeah. I just want to <laughs> see the the one video. Oh my god, no! Now this is this whole like Capital Riders who are. Wait, someone made this into a song. <laughs> I can't find the original clip, but this is... They made it into a song. Oh, God. The the YouTube song. Uh, this girl, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? You were trying to go inside. Yeah, the I made it like a foot inside, and they pushed me out, and they paced me. They pushed me out, they paced me. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. She's so distraught. We're storming the Capitol. It's I want to find the original video. <laughs> We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Yeah, there's too many. Uh... Uh, my name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. There it is. I'd hang out with her. Uh, yeah, she's she's a real one. Was <laughs> she though? <laughs> Get it. Sleepy but yeah, Lana Del Rey. Name. So like, okay, what do, I, what, what do you want to know about her? What, what you want? Well, no, the like, thing with Lana like Del Rey was that how I lost 20... my virginity to her. Not uh, her. Her music. I'm kidding. I didn't. I totally didn't. Hold up. I really didn't. Don't talk about. <laughs> My girl, like that. Whoa. You spend these lies. <laughs> well, I, I feel so like I've, I've, you've got to like edit this to the beginning of the podcast because we completely skipped over the fact that like you two have known about each other for months. Well, yeah, we knew each other for only because more than of months. Uh, no, way longer than months. Point. No, because I, yeah. 
I, I got into Lana Del Rey in 2020, the year of our Lord. And mm, uh, like over COVID, I started listening to Lana Del Rey. And I remember driving down to North Carolina to see those PS4 boys and forcing my friend to listen to Colts and Lana Del Rey with me on mm. a lot of the way down. It was that and then death metal. And Were you like really depressed during this time period? No. I mean, no, who I, wasn't? I, I, was, wow. I, I loved that year. I mean, I had a lot of hard times throughout that year too, but I, I that was my favorite. Do I prefer 2020 over 2021 and 2022? Absolutely. It was it, 2020 was fucking awesome for me, and I feel like it. it you know, it, probably just a loser if you're that hung up on 2020, because it was sick. Yeah. But anyway, that's besides <laughs> the point. Uh. I was listening to Lana Del Rey and I was just like, I, I would hang out with Nico all the time and we'd have like Spotify, like listen alongs. And that's when we were mm -hmm. listening to like the, that uh, strokes album that came out that year. And, uh, other and like, and you know, that's Denzel also Curry. when I was, that's when I was drinking, uh, pineapple rum mixed with diet Mountain Dew. I was drinking a um, lot of things. You're like, that's yeah, why yeah. Diet Mountain Dew, baby, New York City. Yeah. Diet Mountain Dew, baby, New York City. Never seen something. something that's so crazy. Pretty. So you're like a new like you didn't find Lana until recently ish. Well, I, I knew who she was, but I, but you weren't into her. No, I, 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 I'm, you know, I've still haven't really listened to my, uh, haven't caught, like, haven't been gripped by much of her discography besides, you know, born to die. But I heard first albums. I think her new, not her. Was it her newest one? Uh, whatever. She always, for me has like a, she puts out a good album and then the next album it's like she's constantly like tweaking her persona a little bit and so it's almost like it's very like some albums are very hit or miss for me and some are just like absolute like i listen to this shit every day for the next like 12 months gotcha. mm -hmm. which is the year i don't know why i said 12 months i sound like one of those parents who has like a 13 month old and they can't just say their baby's a fucking year old they say 13 months when like that one fucking month makes a fucking difference no yeah. it doesn't make a fucking difference your kid is fucking one just say one no one's a shit if they're 12 or 14 or 16 months it's true they're one or they're two anyways but anyway it. I no, I had so I would uh, Lana Del Rey would come on when Nico would be listening to my Spotify and they'd call me gay all the time, and then <laughs> well and then he would be like and then alt, alt right me calling he'd be gay. like oh Lana Del Gay <laughs> I would hear that every single day uh, over yeah. 2020 well, and I then didn't, I didn't no I didn't say that I just called you the absolute <laughs> Lana Del mm. Gay I would hear all the time and then. Yeah, I uh, and then he was just like, yeah, I got this guy, this gay guy who I hang out with. Who's like, <laughs> well, I told uh, you him, don't have to give me that much credit. I just said, yeah, I've got this fucking, and then I would say the episode. Yeah, friend. I got this yeah. fucking, this fucking homo who listens to Lana <laughs> Del Rey also, and he says you're the only non-homo who's ever listened to Lana Del Rey. It's true. I've never met any other. I don't know a lot of people who like her. Everyone shits on her. Well, no, because I, I when I worked at FYE, there was this guy who came in, and it was like he was insecure about listening to Lana Del Rey, and he came in, um, and he he didn't have to say anything to me. I I didn't think anything <laughs> of it. It's a popular album. He comes in, buys Born to Die on vinyl, and comes up to me, who's you know I'm working the register, and he's just like. Yeah, you know, I found this chick, Lana Del Rey, and you know, I I just like her music a lot, and I'm like, oh, cool, dude, awesome, and mm -hmm. he's just like, yeah, you know, like, uh, it's like really just like depressing, and I'm like, all right, and he just keeps, he's just going off like about Lana Del Rey, saying like, 
Yeah, I, I, you know, I like just like it a lot. It's like really, it's like dark and um, like he felt, it felt like he felt nervous to like buy it. And Come I'm out. like, it's I, like he was coming out saying mm-hmm. he likes Lana. Yeah, he maybe he was probably he's he's probably no longer identifying as straight. Wow. Okay. Um, I used to run a stand account where I would harass other musical artists. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Lana didn't get. Uh, an Emmy essay should get snubbed. Did you ever harass Courtney Love? <laughs> you should have. <sighs> I didn't actually harass anyone. I didn't well, then that was account. a worthless account <laughs> if you weren't defending her from Courtney Love. Whoa, I didn't know there was beef between her and Courtney Love. How did you not know that there was beef between Lana Del Rey and Courtney Love? We're finding what? it now. This is fresh news for Am the Am I Dan a closet Holmes? fan? I. How are you... I, is it like the fact that Courtney Love is like breaking news? No, Crows is Cor- gayer than Hoppy. I'm gayer than Hoppy because I. <laughs> yeah, you are. I don't. I don't know. What's I, going I don't know how you can call yourself a Lana Del Rey stand and not know about the beef between this, Lana Del Rey and Courtney Love. Is it Love. recent or is this like? I don't know. <laughs> no, because uh, uh, Lana Del Rey, as I'm sure you know, does a cover of Nirvana's "Heart Shaped Box." Has a cover. She does one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And uh, Courtney Love, Love just her, started, like, tweeting at her, saying, like, Kurt Cobain wrote this song about my vagina. So, oh, yeah. So, it's like, I hope you know that what you're saying, that's what you're singing about when you do that song, and you're a bitch. They, and... like, went on tour with each other, too. That's surprising. I don't, dude, I don't know, man. Courtney Love's a fucking train wreck. She fucking killed Nirvana. Literally. She killed Mr. Any... Nirvana. Mr. Nirvana. Courtney uh... Love confirmed killed Kurt Cobain. Yes. Breaking wow. the news on this podcast. Nico, do you say that because, you know, you, you share a, a piece of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Part, what's your, my, what's your my, middle name? What's your my middle, middle name? My middle name is after one of the prominent mm-hmm. band members of Nirvana. I don't yeah, yeah. What is, it? what is it? Like, what is it? You can dox yourself. Oh, my God. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> that is your name. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Just, just know, just know, it's a prominent band member of Nirvana. I'm named after. My name is my name is Nicholas Dave Grohl, all one word. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Nicholas Dave Grohl <laughs> Crozier is my my favorite. Yeah, name. yeah, that's yeah, but yeah. So, in other words, we got I. I don't know who you were fighting against if you weren't fighting against Courtney Love. <laughs> And on that note, I this recording has gone well past two and a half hours now. And really, it feels like it's been like. I feel, I, I feel like this is the the most lit podcast. It's there's gonna I'm gonna have to do a lot of editing on this one and the one from the other day, and they're never good. They're gonna be up in like.